walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody, settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, and this art is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host, the hardest part of the ring, Kyle Bird. And oh man, oh man. We finally are in the three digits club episode 100. Holy shit. How am I still doing this? <laughs> Did not think that I would uh, make it to 100 episodes when I first started this, but man, I fucking love this shit. Thank you guys. I won't spend too much time harping on it, you know, because as I was coming up to episode 100, I was like, I don't know, man, what do I do? I have to do something special. Should I do like a like a retrospective of some sort, maybe like a Q&A? Uh, do I do like a like a nude ASMR episode? I don't know. Maybe that'll be 200, but. For episode 100, I feel like it is perfectly fitting to just have an episode that encompasses everything that I look for in doing this podcast. Just an entertaining, hilarious time talking about wrestling. And not just wrestling, but one of the most monumental wrestling shows to ever occur. WrestleMania 18. And man... Quite a dandy of a show. We got people fighting all night for the hardcore title. We got uh, we got fans making Stacy Keebler uncomfortable by taking pictures with her uh, with her hindquarters. Uh, speaking of cheeks, we got Goldust's delicious cheeks on display in this show as well. There's a lot, lot, lot going on. DDP's here with his ridiculous teeth. I mean, what else could you could you want? I mean, yeah, there's like the Rock and Hogan stuff too, whatever. But like, so much good stuff on this show. But uh, no, obviously, WrestleMania 18 is the Rock and Hogan show, as we all know. So I feel like it is a, uh, it is perfectly fitting to bring back the old uh, hybrid style pot. I need a better name for that. That sounds really douchey. But basically, what we're gonna do here is review. WrestleMania 18 in its entirety, with the exception of Rock and Hogan, The Rock versus Hulk Hogan, in case I needed to clear that up. Not, you know, Rock versus Randy Hogan or whatever. No, Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus The Rock 
icon versus icon. Many in the business that I've read or have listened to deem this as one of, if not the best match of all time. And that is very much attributed to the crowd reaction, the atmosphere that this match provided. And we all experience it live <clears throat> on this episode. So that's a good old time towards the end. But like I said, we will be reviewing uh, the rest of the show as per usual for this podcast. So uh, and who, who who is we? Who is we, by the way? Well, none other than the Get Show podcast joining me on this episode as my guests. I've had uh, Charlie on a number of times from the Get Show podcast, but not only is Charlie here, but so is Garn and Justin from the old GCP. And man, I thought this was going to be a clusterfuck and at, <laughs> at times it might have been. But uh, it's actually it ended up actually having a lot of moments of really good insight from my guests. And of course, if you are a fan listener of the Get Show podcast, you know the entertainment value that those guys bring. A hilarious listen every single week. Well, I guess most weeks nowadays, but go check out their podcast. Like I said, it's the Get Show podcast. You can follow their podcast on Twitter at Get Show Podcast, and I'll put all of their information in the description of this episode, both of the podcast itself and the individuals that uh, joined me on this episode. So go check them out. Really awesome group of guys, really entertaining, uh, a great follow on social media, a great listen on the podcast and just some handsome devils. So really, what else do you need? Honestly, but uh, why waste any more time? Let's get right into it. WrestleMania 18. With myself in the Get Show podcast, boys. Got got our cocks out. What? Huh? So, anyways, <laughs> yo yo yo, it's your homie Kyle. It's Charlie. Yo yo yo, it's your boy Just. And this is Gar. You can't, we can't have more than and, one. And, and it's Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of your guys' episodes is. The introductions, because clearly no plan. You just start, and nobody knows like when to introduce themselves. <laughs> oh, we do. Yep. We do. Charlie's it's just like, Charlie's hello, hello, my dick. name is Charlie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it was an order. It's part of the charm of our show. It's a part of the charm. We just, you know. Yeah. How- we, we aim to entertain. Well, you aim to, at least. That's a good aim. Aim to. <laughs> <laughs> Please enjoy our rant. <laughs> but speaking of entertaining... WrestleMania 18, that was a pretty entertaining show, huh, folks? Whack. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The bodies hit the floor, baby. Oh, man. We're going to talk a lot about some 2002 rock. Don't you worry. We will get to it. Uh, Like rock and roll, not the rock. Um, What was was that album called? Force to Entry? Forceful. Wait. uh, Forceful Entry. Forceful Entry. Is it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, It's like they raped your ears. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not, uh, consensual. Surprise butt sex. not consensual <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're not at ddp yet folks okay oh, oh he, he tried to rape. he tried to rape <laughs> his wife. anyways anyways uh so did you guys all get a chance to uh watch a show yes yes, yes. yep where so this is, this is actually like this only the second time that I ever watched it from start to finish. 
Um, where do you guys think this WrestleMania stands like in terms of other WrestleManias? Like one of the best to one of the worst in the middle? Top 50. That's pretty bold. <laughs> <laughs> Top get your ass. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I would have- I, I was I thought it was entertaining. It wasn't like the best I've ever seen, but it was it, like it wasn't like a horrible watch either. So I mean it didn't yeah. age well to me. It really didn't <laughs> age well. There there were some rough that's- parts of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was that crowd though. It's like Yeah, that's it. But that's oh, go ahead. Get- so like I was gonna say, like yeah, I mean, there's some things that could be outdated, but I mean, you could say that shit about like a- AWA from back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing. But for the time that it came out and that O2 time, it, yeah, it was pretty good, I gotta say. And that crowd, like you were saying, Charlie, yeah, that crowd was fire. I mean, that crowd was hyped. That uh, Canada crowd, yeah, they were really excited. I don't know if they had too much maple syrup, you know what I'm saying? I don't What's they had, up? Yeah. They like that's what they like over there in Canada. You know, that Tim Horns, <laughs> they were there high in the Tim Horns. Yeah, <laughs> lots of <laughs> lots of drinking too much lots bags of, of milk over there, probably. Huh? <laughs> what else? What else do we got? Canada. I politely disagree. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hockey. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, this show America's hat. <laughs> this show felt because I like obviously. I mean, whenever whenever anyone thinks of WrestleMania 18, I mean they think of DDP versus Christian. But oh. like outside of that, <laughs> no, that Rock and Hogan obviously, it's the Rock Hogan show. But like outside of that, it almost seemed just like a bunch of singles matches. Like it didn't seem like a lot of variety within the show. It almost seemed like a like a beefed up raw at some parts. Yeah, I I totally agree. It felt like I was watching like a raw after yeah. a survival. It felt like a raw to me. It felt like today's raw. Yeah. <laughs> like current, wait, 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 wait. Did Regal raw. wrestle like nine times in one night? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was there a uh, was there a twenty four seven stipulation? Oh, oh yeah. No, that's, oh yeah. Wait, there was. Oh my god. Of course, of course there was. Of course there was. <laughs> Yeah. Did the women get hey. cut short of their match? Oh, yeah, of course that happened. Oh, <laughs> it's like hometown girls, Trish Rest. Let's let's give her five minutes, <laughs> and then I'll give her five minutes, <laughs> but with sex. Um, <laughs> Dodge off everywhere. But, uh, I mean, it was always. <laughs> it's only yeah, slightly way, longer than Raw. It was like less than four hours, right? Yeah, so it was yeah. not just that about, different. Yeah. Just but about, man, just yeah. Were you, were, were you guys all watching at this time, watching wrestling? So, yes, I was. Yes, yes, yes. I was Yes. I was not like I was watching. Just, I was watching cable, so everything else I was watching was like you know like Coliseum video shit. So, I, I wasn't exactly into wrestling just just as as much as I am now. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? This is this is where like the moment where I, I our family yeah. finally got okay. cable around that okay. time, so I got we got I got hyped I up see. from the beginning. Um, in pay per view, I probably I think I watched it from our friend's house. I'm not sure whose friends. I forgot, but I remember watching it. From yeah, our this friends. is a period where I wasn't watching wrestling, so I didn't watch the show until like several years after the fact, and like I think I said before, but I watched it back. This is like only the second time I've ever watched it. So it was, yeah, there's not a lot that I remembered about it outside of like Rock and Hogan. And even that, there were a lot of parts I didn't remember about it. But um, man, the show. So I'm, I'm going to set the scene here. So I was, I turned on the show, right? And I have my volume set to like 45 or whatever. 
And then I see Saliva is opening the show. Was it Saliva or was it Drowning Pool? I actually forget. Who, who opened the show? I They're think it was Saliva favorite. first. Is it Saliva first? Or, they, or Drowning yeah, Pool you know first? What? No, it is Saliva because Drowning Pool it's comes later with the okay. Triple H uh, Jericho stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. So they, they say Saliva's going to play. I turn this shit up to 100. I, I fucking <laughs> love. You shut the hell up, first of all. Saliva. <laughs> I'm asking. I'll ask this question: Who slaps harder, saliva or drowning pool? Papa Roach. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I choose death. (laughs) I think saliva had more hits as far as like on their album, right? They had more radio play than drowning pool did. I only know the WWE songs. Oh, you know, okay. They had a bunch. That's all I I know. That's all I know. yeah, it's such I, a, I got nothing. I get, whichever I, I one made Stace, whichever band made Steve Stacy Kubler dance, then I guess that's the best one. Was that Johnny Pool? That, oh, that part was pretty cool. cool. That was Johnny Pool. Okay, the Johnny Pool's better. Mm, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but more on Johnny Pool later. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, the show. So it starts out with an intercontinental title match. Got William Regal, the champion, versus RVD. <laughs> I, I don't remember this match at all, first of all, but I was watching it back, and I thought it was a pretty damn good match. What about you guys? Agreed. I would, like, have, I, yeah, I would have to say this was like, this match was like the fluffer for porn. <laughs> Go on. I'm listening. Uh, well, with the obvious joke of William Regal reaching down his pants, not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. And the second time, he kind of lingered pretty long trying to unhook his like uh, ball ball clasp or something you know so uh his what? yeah it, it felt like a fluffer <laughs> well don't, don't don't just glaze over all these this terminology his ball clasp <laughs> yeah his ball <laughs> clasp is it, he is had it? two ball clasps <laughs> okay. literally aka his brass knocks but you know it's basically a clasp <laughs> I have so many questions. I'm just going to ignore it. Uh, <laughs> questions, I might have answers. No, I don't want them. You keep them to yourself. Uh, but yeah, so this is the whole deal where, uh, like, or the whole era where William Regal, he's winning all of his matches with the brass knucks. Like, he pulls it out of his asshole, seemingly, and wins all of his matches like that. And uh, he goes for it right away, like, right at the beginning of the match. But then Rob kicks it out of his hand, which is a pretty cool little spot. Um, Regal's lip is busted open right off the bat, even though I th- I'm pre- pretty sure he bleeds every match that he's in. <laughs> At least everyone that I've seen, he's, he bleeds from the mouth. Um, he's but, got gum disease. Yeah. <laughs> he is British. But, yeah, that's so. what I was saying. <laughs> that's a thing. But I, I like these two together because I feel like, because Rob can bump really well and really dramatically, and then you have Regal, who's doing all these suplexes. So I think the combination of Regal and his te- technique and, like, and the way he stretches them in submissions... I feel like it's the perfect match in that way. Same. Um, same. There's a couple spots in there too that where I thought they were hit pretty hard. Like there's this one reverse, like full Nelson that he turned into a German suplex that he yep. just folded up like an accordion. Yeah. yeah. So I thought the combination of William Regal hitting that and then the flexibility of RVD, I thought that was just really good. And then there's this weird spot where like he did like a crisscross to the um to RVD's like hands and it became like a sit-down slam, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I've never seen that before until like maybe like a long time ago. But th- I thought that, yeah, that was an innovative match too. And then sp- speaking of lips bleeding, RVD's lips ble- were bleeding yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So 
gums gum disease as well? I don't know. You know. So. I I I would I was thinking uh, RVD got a receipt from uh, Regal from, from yeah, before. Oh, okay. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. Yeah. It look, okay. kind of looked like it. All right. That sounds right. sounds like a thing that would happen for sure. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. But uh, I know that uh, my my uh, my expectations for this this crowd was low right away because the first sign that you see during this match is it's a giant sign that says Don has big nips. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, this crowd's gonna be fucking right. whack. Like, 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 but then, but then, uh, like, I didn't let that deter me from this match because, like, you know, you look at these two guys. You got one guy who's like a high fire martial arts guy, and you got one guy who's a technical brawler. And he's like, might be a class of styles, but it worked for these two. These two made it work, and it just, it just, it's just like a testament to how good of workers these two are. You yeah. know, it, it worked for these two guys, and it was just it, everything was great, yeah. and like it was all the and it was just right too. The the timing was just right; it wasn't too long. It was good back and forth match. Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought it was good too. Yeah, de definitely a good match to open the show. Um, but yeah, so Regal he got his nuts, his nuts, his knucks kicked out of his hand in the beginning of the match, and towards the end he goes back to the outside to try to find them, um, and he does find them, I think. Or no, he finds like one pair, and then the ref takes it, and then he has another pair that he pulls. Like how many? Like, like you said, all exactly. this ball class. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're exactly. right. Exactly. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, no, it makes perfect sense, Garn. Um, <laughs> did, you, but did you guys catch the part where the ref was smelling with the nucks? Smells like crumpets. Did you see him lick it? I saw him smell it. <laughs> you know. Well, speaking of ref, does that ref kind of look like Zack Ryder? A high school Zack Ryder. <laughs> which one was it? I don't, I don't remember which ref it was. <laughs> I don't remember. The I don't remember either. But he he kind of looked like a like a high school Zack Ryder. You know it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had half long pants, half short. Yeah, but uh, yeah, RVD. He uh, before Regal can use the nucks, he gets hit with a kick, and then Rob goes up for the five star and hits it for the win. It becomes the Intercontinental Champion. So for the first time in his career, I think he would go on to hold it a bunch of times. But uh, yeah, I think we, I think we said pretty much all we could about this match. Any other thoughts? Um, I think this also starts a success for RVD. RVD. RVD's correct. I think it starts like a um, like a, a placement for him in WWE. Shows that he's a guy that could kind of like carry the the bell, carry his spot. You know, because after this, he starts having huge success later on, and then you know he has the money in the bank and becomes WWE champion, has the ECW you know one night stand and all that. So, I think this is just like the beginning for RVD at this WrestleMania. Yeah, in a sense, because he, when he debuted during the invasion, I mean, he was red hot. I mean, that was like his yes. peak. He was fighting yeah. Stone Cold and Kurt Angle. He's like in world title matches and stuff. This almost kind of feels like a, a downgrade in some ways, but he's always like on the card, like he's always a part of the show. So in that sense, it's definitely a good thing for him. But he definitely gets solidified in the mid card for a few years. But then, like yeah. you said, money in the bank and then smoke some weed and gets that taken away from him. But, um, <laughs> but that's that's another day. But yeah. uh, after that, we have another title match. The coveted oh, yes. Yes. European title <laughs> is on oh, the yeah. line. And when you think of European title, you think of the champion here, DDP versus Christian. Oh. So uh, I, I just need to talk about DDP and WWE for a second. So yes. this dude, I mean, I loved him in WCW. I, I, I love him in DDP yoga. Lo loved it, down dog and all over the place in that, you know. But in his huge star in WCW, 
probably one of the biggest stars they had. And he comes to WWF and tries to rape Undertaker's wife. Yeah, that's the whole thing. We won't talk about it. And then uh, not only does he... (laughs) 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 Not Michelle McCool. Um, And not only does he fail at raping her, but he gets pinned by her in the middle of the ring, loses a match to her, and, and then he's just off TV for a little bit, and then he comes back with his goofy ass positivity character, the 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 smile with his fake teeth and less pervy, yes, slightly, and uh, he has like the uh, the Britney Spears mic. It's a whole thing, <laughs> and uh, at some at some point he just kind of turns babyface, I guess. But and then he's trying to help Christian, who is on a losing streak at this point. So DDP, this is all, all the backstory of this match. So Christian was on a losing streak. So DDP tries to help him. He helps him win a match, but then Christian betrays him, beats him up after he wins. He's like, I don't need you anymore. Now I'm now I'm winning. And that's the buildup. So, um, but yeah, the match, the match actually was pretty good. It was a lot better than I expected. I think again, like kind of like RVD and Regal, I think they kind of gelled really well together. Like all the finisher reversals, like DDPs into unprettiers and reverse DDTs and stuff. I thought it was really smooth. Um, definitely the most significant thing DDP ever did in, in his WWF career, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought it was a good match. DDP wins with the diamond cutter and yep. uh, still European champion, still holding on to that gold. What are you guys' thoughts on it? The one thing I thought was like, it was like crowd sign mania at this match. This is like <laughs> where all the signs came out for some reason. Like every time like somebody would go off to the outside part of the ring, like you, you saw that weird sign that said Adam loves Andre. You know, I don't know if you saw that one. That was another one that was there. Um, there was a bunch that were there. Like it, it, it was it was a crazy time for that crowd. That's the, that's the one thing that took me out of this match was the crowd. I mean, in a good way, in mm-hmm. a good way. But like you yeah. said, yeah, they had chemistry. I mean, this was the Christian looking like Christopher Lambert Highlander type look with the long hair. <laughs> That's good. Right? I like this. I like this Twix bar pants. <laughs> <laughs> Left Twix, right Twix, right to the face, motherfucker. <laughs> Break me off a piece. Okay, <laughs> I just like the Christian, uh, you know, like playing up his heel role. Like, you know, he's from Canada, but then he's like, I'm from Florida. Right. Oh, yeah. like, I, I, I like that little touch, you know, yeah, it's just, just to just dig it in like. Yeah, yeah, and then like it's the same thing, like you know, with the ending of the match too, like where where uh that that uh promo that DDP does, and then like Christian does does a nice little like uh tantrum in the middle of the ring. I, I thought yeah. it was pretty funny, you know. It's like he pl- he went all in on the role. He went full artard, if you know you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In terms of the uh, the tantrum, I I I enjoyed it just because it builds up that character of just him being a whiny baby. Um, but I always have a question. DDP's teeth or Roman Reigns' teeth? Ooh. That's a good question. I think... I think, like, Roman's fits his physique and face more. Mm-hmm. Like, they're both ridiculous, but Roman also has, like, a ridiculous look, kind of. And DDP just looks like a normal guy with the crazy teeth. I, he looks like I Ross thought, like, from D- Friends. Yeah, I thought DDP, based off his age, it looked more like... It t- looked too much like dentures. Um, but in terms of the match itself oh good good psychology good chemistry um there was a a a moment near the end like it seemed like ddp forgot to do forgot to cut 
the cutter at the end. Like he, there was like an awkwardly long pause of some sort, like as if, oh, is this the next move? Oh yes, and then he does it, and then ends the match. But it, it was like a good three, four seconds of them just standing and looking at each other for a second. It's mind games. They're yeah. trying to psych each other out, but then <laughs> DDP was on the winning end of it. It's all storytelling. You just got to think a little bit. Um, but yeah, then Christian, like you said, our DDP gets on the mic after winning, says uh, even though he lost in front of 67,000 people, he didn't throw a tantrum, and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing, the whole DDP <laughs> thing he's doing here. And then, uh, yeah, and Christian, I feel like Christian kind of just floats on for a little bit until, like, like he's kind of, he faces RVD and stuff. He's, he's another, like, like staple in that mid card in this era, I think. But, um, yeah, good shit. Good shit. But then we go backstage. <laughs> we get Coach oh. interviewing nice. The Rock, the, the original Paul Heyman, Kayla Braxton kind of duo here. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, Obviously, we got Rock hyping up his match with Hogan later. He says, uh, he asked Coach if he said his prayers earlier. And Coach, what did, what did Coach say? He was like, ah, I didn't have time, uh, whatever. And then Rock busy. tells Coach. Yeah, as Coach does. Coach is a busy man. Uh, so the Rock makes Coach say his prayers. He gets on his knees. Coach puts his hands together and says, what up, G? Like, of course, of course you would, Coach. Um, but then, you know, Rock, he does the Rock thing, and he does, I do like this aspect of it. He does the whole, if you smell, but as he does it, he rips his shirt off, you know, like Hogan. So that was a good little touch. Um, but we're not, we're not Rock and Hogan yet. We're at something better. We're at Maven versus Goldust. Oh, God. The hard, if you thought the European title was high stakes... Now we're talking about the hardcore title. And uh, I mean, this this pretty much just sets up a, a chain of events that happen throughout the show. Um, so gold dust comes out. He has all the gold weapons. He has like a gold trash can, a gold chair, I think, a gold shovel. Um, he's making it his own, which I like. I like that aspect of it. But then um, it's kind of a botch. They like botch around the ring for a little bit. Like there's one port, part where Dustin or gold dust has a trash can. He like has it in front of him. I think Maven's supposed to drop kick it into his face, but they fuck up the timing. Classic <laughs> Maven. Um, and, yeah, and then Goldust gets his golden shovel and does a little like pendulum thing on the apron, hits Maven in the face. Um, some innovative stuff in this match, but ultimately they both hit each other in the face at the same time with gold trash can lids. So Goldust gets knocked to the outside and Maven's knocked out in the middle of the ring. And then Spike Dudley comes out, yes. makes the pin, pins Maven, and wins the title as a referee with him. Because as we all know, it's the, the original 24-7 title. Um, so Spike Dudley pins Maven. He runs out with the title. Crash Holly's here, and he's chasing <laughs> after Spike Dudley. And then, uh, man, what, what, what did you guys think of the hardcore title in this era? Well, the the one thing I thought was, damn, hardcore on Goldust's bodysuit because them ass, those ass cheeks were hanging out of there. <laughs> what? And it's like, it leaves no, like, you can't hide anything, man. Those butt cheeks, dude. Oh, my gosh. Just flapping. But the one thing I do got to say. You saying... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was saying, like, are you saying, like, the wrinkles in his outfit is actually his skin? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, thank you, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, growing up, I didn't realize it was a bodysuit. Like when I was a kid, I never really thought of it. I never really thought, well, hey, why isn't his penis there or anything? I just thought he was painted in gold. So oh. it's, not, it's, not the, it's not the most, not the craziest oh, it's thing. There. No, it's there. The penis is there. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> but That's but I gotta say, like, episode. you know the how you were there. <laughs> no, but like you were saying about the mistiming. There was a there was a point in the match where they were gonna do like catapult. Like Goldust was gonna yeah. catapult in Maven into the gold trash can. And they completely yeah. missed it. And then he got up <laughs> yeah. and they tried to like redo it and they fucked it up again. It was just like that's like the biggest get you on there. How could you miss a catapult, man? Like, usually a catapult, you're supposed to catapult to a corner, but they catapult right. in the middle of the ring <laughs> to to bounce off the ropes. I it didn't make sense there. You could clearly tell it was like Maven's experience is just kicking in high gear here. Yep. Yeah, I mean this it's this me. dude's fresh off a tough enough. Yeah. Like uh, I don't even know what he did at because he he'd already did the thing where he eliminated Undertaker from the right. Rumble, mm-hmm. and then he doesn't really do anything. I feel like until like 2004, isn't that the time when they like won the Survivor Series match and each guy had an opportunity oh, to be like GM? Yeah, yeah. That's like the only other thing I remember from Maven. They like turned yeah, heel and beat up too. Eugene. <laughs> what, a, what a career this Maven had. What a career. Um, but yeah. More hardcore action throughout the show. Don't worry, everybody. Um, but then we get Drowning Pool performing. Nice. And uh, they're performing their song, Tear Away. And they're, they're in the background, like on the Titantron, is the story of Chris Jericho versus Triple H, which is the main event of this show for some reason. Um, let me ask you guys this. What do you guys remember of the build to Triple H versus Chris Jericho? I remember the the renewing the vow right uh, portion mm. oh, when yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I I I'm a big fan of, I've been always been a big fan of Jericho so I kind of I followed it so yeah, yeah. Um, when he was when uh, Stephanie was you know trying to like I I think when Triple H was trying to turn babyface and then Stephanie was trying mm-hmm. to keep him heel I guess and doing that whole the whole uh, renewing your vows and she's pregnant kind of a storyline and then and then triple h finding out that it was all lies mm-hmm. like breaking like divorcing and then and then using jericho as and then stephanie using jericho to get back at triple h so in, in terms of the long build storyline yeah i i got that part but yeah if, if it was someone who just just watched it it's like oh okay <laughs> we're married yeah Okay. Yeah, I'm broke up. Yeah, I'm impressed that you remember that much because I didn't remember anything about like how they got to this match. Yeah. So, yeah, you're spot on with everything. You know, Triple H comes back. He's a monster baby face. And Stephanie's one of the biggest heels at this point. So there's obviously a clash there. They're not getting along. Um, they're they're bickering in the middle of the ring. Stephanie tells him she's pregnant. But here's the thing. She isn't really pregnant. And right. like you said, Triple H finds us out. You know, right before they go to renew their vows, calls her a bitch, throws her on the ground, throws his ring at her, all that stuff. Um, so they file for a divorce. And this is when Stephanie aligns with Jericho to try this whole thing. It's more like like the match should have been Triple H versus Stephanie McMahon. To yes, be honest. exactly. Because yeah. that's what the majority of the build was. Jericho was like definitely an afterthought. It was like 
He's he's like Miz when it was John Cena versus Miz, and it was The right. Rock was the referee or whatever. Like it was that kind of dynamic for sure. Right. Um, but you see how current, like you see how much it's like in pattern with today's wrestling. Jericho as an afterthought. Yeah. I mean, it's just like today. <laughs> <laughs> At least he doesn't have little bitch tits like he does. But um. <laughs> but yeah, then you know. Jericho, he also runs over Triple H's dog on a Raw, which oh. is a thing. <laughs> um, that's that's Wait, a real. No, so here's so all right, so so Triple H and, and Stephanie, he doesn't kill the dog. He like breaks his leg or something. But um, so Triple H and Stephanie, like they're in the mid- middle of divorce, so they're like bringing each other like a you know the whole deal like in every sitcom where they like have a box of each other's things. It's like oh I brought all your stuff. And then, yeah, yeah. but Triple H, he's like, I want my dog. <laughs> so they bring it, the dogs out on Raw. It's like a little shitty pit bull, bulldog thing. And, um, but Stephanie is a heel, so she doesn't want to give up the dog. And um, how does it even, at one point, like Triple H, he takes the dog for a walk. This is all happening on our wrestling show, by the way, on Raw. And uh, he like, gets, <laughs> he gets caught up with something. I don't remember what, but he ties the dog to a car and to go take care of his business, whatever it is. And then um, at some point, Jericho like backs out. Man, Justin hates dog torture, I guess. Um, is he still <laughs> I'm there? fine with it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, Jericho runs over his dog and then it's a the whole thing. But yeah, that was, that was one element that I don't remember. That That's when how did, they build to the WrestleMania main event. When did Triple H became like Tori Wilson here? <laughs> carrying dogs around. <laughs> <laughs> Heck. Rune Dupre looking ass. <laughs> Frankie Bidet. Frankie Bidet. Frankie Bidet. <laughs> like, what didn't? <laughs> Frankie Bidet. There you go. R.I.P. her career. Anyway, awesome. Uh, oh, man. Too soon. Too, too soon. Whack. Whack. Too late. I was just, too late. You just gave too me a, a flashback of like, it was <laughs> right? Like, uh, like with Big Boss Man, like cooking like Allison O's dog or oh, something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So he's some done some fucked up shit. But what else is new, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's progress. It's not quite boiling a dog and feeding it to somebody. <laughs> exactly. No uh, dogs are harmed in this uh, in this uh storyline. Um then yeah, I, I don't care. I was trying to think of a road dog joke, but I couldn't because he's not here, so it wouldn't make sense. Um But speaking of road dogs serving the capital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There it is. We found it. We found it. But speaking of storming the Capitol, backstage, Al Snow is storming in in a golf cart. Put your headphones on, Charlie. Put your goddamn headphones on. Thank you. Uh, so Crash Holly and Spike Dudley, remember from the hardcore uh, hullabaloo earlier, they're still going at it backstage. Uh, right in front of a a, a weird wall of cardboard boxes yes don't know why they're there <laughs> no one's asking any questions of why this pyramid of car- like who's building this big ass fort yep, backstage yep, yep, yep. um so crash and spike are going at it and al snow comes in with a golf cart tries to run them over he's trying to murder people uh to become the hardcore champion of the world so uh but he misses and uh runs into this wall of hardcore uh, cardboard boxes uh bar- he's buried in cardboard and uh as if this wasn't fucking stupid enough. Now the hurricane flies in. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally, he, he go Diego goes in yep. there like yep. on a. Uh, Wait, did they? 
did they do the sound effect when he flies in? Oh, yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh, yep. First of all, it's not a sound effect. He he flies. That's that's the noise <laughs> flying oh, makes. It just happens. How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hurricane Helm flies. He flew he flew in there. Sugar, Sugar Shane Helm doesn't fly. There, yes. there it is. This all is right, not Gregory Sugar Helm Shane. doesn't fly. Helms. Um drop kick spike in midair and makes the pin. So now Hurricane is your new hardcore champion. Uh, I mean, this is no Byron Saxton rolling up Corey Graves, but I thought it was a pretty cool little deal back here, huh? It but was something. At, it, was, it, it did happen, Yeah. if nothing else. Yeah. It was a thing that happened. But also, speaking of things that happened, so did Kane versus Kurt Angle. Yes. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's funny to me, like, w- watching WrestleManias. It's, like, very clear, like... There's certain matches where it's like, oh, shit, we don't have anything for these two people. Oh, just throw <laughs> them in a match together. We'll, we'll, we'll think of something. And then, um, cause I like, what was, what was it? Like Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley a few years ago. They had like no storyline, but it's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- throw them in there. Have yep. a match. I yep. think I kind of remember this. They, the storyline they tried to build on this one, I believe, was uh, Kane prevented Kurt Angle from winning the title. Yeah, or winning or winning the Royal Rumble. So it I was. Think I think it was the so, number one contender thing, or something like that. So, something like that. So Triple H eliminated Kurt Angle to win the Rumble, and then at No oh, Way right. Out, Triple H and Kurt Angle had a match to with that uh, WrestleMania main event on the line. Yeah, and Kurt Angle actually won that. So Kurt Angle for a little bit was going to main event WrestleMania, but then they had a rematch of that on Raw, and I believe that's the match where Kane cost him the match and that's where triple h won and why he's in the main event here but yeah so there's a bit of a story i guess but um i mean the match itself honestly and this is kind of a theme throughout like a lot of these matches on this show there's a lot better than i expected yes yep kane and kurt angle mm-hmm. um <laughs> kurt comes out he grabs a mic and he says uh if i won my gold medals like the figure state figure skating team that Canada did, I'd shoot myself in the freaking head. Yep. <laughs> this is like, ugh, doesn't age well. Doesn't age well, but uh. Or does it? Or does it? Maybe it does. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, the big <laughs> Kurt calls them the big red, white, and blue machine, which is pretty clever. It's pretty clever. Um, but yeah, yeah. The cane comes out. He does his whole fire thing, uh-huh. and then right. Before the bell, or right before the match can even start, Kurt Angle gets in there with the ring bell, clocks Kane in the back of the head with it, yep. and then uh, kind of just attacks the head. Man, if, if, if there's a drinking game for this match, it would be drink every time the commentator said head trauma. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. I was just going to say that. I, put, I took right there. I, I would have fucked the hell up. Let's do it anyway. I- <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing but, uh, I got from this match was that they had really good chemistry, I thought. And they were hard, hitting really yes. hit hard on this yeah. match, too. And, yeah. like, even though, like you said, like, this kind of was, like, just something to put together, they, they put their all in this match. For sure, yeah. You know, like, there's a – I mean, people forget how athletic Kane was back in the day. And he's there hanging with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle just had a great match, WrestleMania 17, with Redacted, who we don't even want to talk about, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I thought these were two guys at their prime that were doing really good. They had that spot where Kane was at the the top of the ring, and Kurt Angle jumped up there. He did that, like, belly-to-the-back suplex yeah. off the top. That's crazy. That was dope, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, props, you know, 
I was I was just thinking about the beginning how how you mentioned the beginning of the match with the with the ring bell. I was thinking about like if if the only in WWE were like. Well, here, give me, let me give you an example. What if in the UFC, before the bell rings, uh, like, fucking, like, Chuck Liddell runs in there with a chair and just brains the living daylights out of somebody, and then, and then sure enough, the ref's like, well, happened before the bell. Head trauma. Right, let's go. Head trauma. Let's fight. Head trauma. <laughs> exactly. And then Joe Rogan's like, oh, head trauma. <laughs> like, you, know, like, you know what I mean? That's, that's just the only funny thing I had to say about this match, because the ref clearly saw the ring bell spot, but he's like, oh, well, you know. Well, you gotta do. Ring, so it's an advertised just, match. You can't just we can let, disqualify him. It's WrestleMania. Let it go. Head trauma. Mm -hmm. Like Frozen. Let it go. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> bad joke number two. So, uh, so the, <laughs> but like the only reason why I didn't bitch about it too much is it worked for the match, because it, it created that story of the of the, of the comeback, you know, like that. You know what I mean? Like the whole yeah. match, like he was he was um, hurt because of the ring bell. So it worked for this match, but I was like, come on. <laughs> right. But still, awesome match, awesome match. Suplex City for sure. Yeah. Um, in terms of Kurt Angle, it was, it was a great way to show his MMA side. Um, mm -hmm. He, at the time, he was more technical doing suplexes. This is more hard-hitting clotheslines, punches, yeah. and like grounded, almost slightly grounded pounds. Mm -hmm. I kind of miss I kind of miss the whole like mystique of Kane too because you know how yes. Kane got, has gone through worse belt shots to the head and then you'll just do that whole get up mm -hmm. right away kind of deal and you didn't see that at all with this one yeah I don't think he's definitely very at humanized at this point um <laughs> so that was kind of I kind of missed that part with Kane I'm not sure, I forgot what happened after Kane I think if if Kane was like going through another another change yeah katie vick <laughs> not not oh. quite yet but we're getting there, not quite there. do you guys okay do you guys remember um, that that it's like it's like a famous promo where it's like kane hogan and the rock backstage yeah. and it's like yep. the, the kane of nights like this is like oh. right before that okay so okay it might literally be the role after this wrestlemania where that happens or the smackdown or whatever so oh, yeah okay. that, that's that's where we're at with kane he's very uh he's silly kane isn't he fun and the only downside to this match, I think the ending was a little bit sloppy, uh, yeah. especially that that roll up was kind of like they struggled to roll, they that, struggled, yeah. Kane struggled to roll back on. They definitely back. didn't practice that. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. There, yeah, it was very much like, um, yeah, well, it was like a victory roll, but they had to make it. They had Kurt, he wins by rolling up Kane and holding onto the ropes. Mm -hmm. So, but he he rolls him up like in the middle of the ring. So he has to like transition so that his feet and his arms are like by the right. Yeah, it was a really sloppy right. finish. Kane's shoulders were like five miles off the mat, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, really good match. And, you know, Kane, who's the baby face here, like how are you going to get sympathy on this big bastard? Well, by, by attacking him before the match and then kicking him in the head really hard in the beginning and suplexing him everywhere. So I thought everything about it was really good. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. But yeah, and like you like you said, we're kind of transitioning into Kurt as like we're almost at bald Kurt here. Uh, Charlie hates bald Kurt, so that's why he left. <laughs> I understand. He, 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 he just took that off. <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes him think it of the like the headphones thing are trying with... to choke him. And then, yeah. <laughs> Did Charlie just take a headshot? Yeah. <laughs> Does he have head trauma? Is that or he's or he's he's he actually wa he's watching the match right now and he's just filling up his shots right now. <laughs> he better be. Oh, no. Um, but yeah. So after that, we get more uh more hurricane. Um, 
so Hurricane, he runs. He's he's the champion, remember? The hardcore champion. He's running around. He doesn't want to get pinned. So where does he hide? Well, in the women's locker room. Um, he's, he's in, you know, he, he gets in there. There's nobody in there. But then he hears some women's voices coming. So he hides behind the little... Um, what do you call it? A little partition. It's like a dress screen. Partition. It's like a dress, like dress screen or something. Dress like that. Partition, I guess. Right. Yeah. So it's like a clear. It's like a white thing. There's a light, so you can see a silhouette. Um. <laughs> Charlie, is that the sound of your erection? <laughs> what? We're about to talk. <laughs> You're about to talk about what? Your erection. Oh, sorry. Like, like. Are you a grower just, or a shower? No, it's anything that's doing Ric Flair. I just get really like <laughs> ragingly horny. I don't know why. It's like, you got to go fluff you, off. You fluff off. You, you guys, I did not mean for you to see that. I'm sorry. Hide <laughs> your erection, Charlie. I was. Just, you need those. You need those William Regal uh, ball class. <laughs> this guy loves a good ball class. I was just excited as Tommy Dreamer seeing Ric Flair's penis. Oh. <laughs> well, guys, take a shot every time you hear ball class. <laughs> it's already three. <laughs> um, but we're having a ball class. But speaking of erections, so Hurricane has an erection here in this segment yes. when he hides behind. So first of all, why does he have a broom? Yeah, Hurricane. <laughs> Was that ever explained? Like, you know, he didn't have it in the previous segment, but now all of a sudden he's holding a broom. Right. Is that how he flies? Maybe. I guess. I, I, he's really a witch. I thought he, I thought he grabbed it because he heard a noise. That's that's what I, because he grabbed the first thing he saw. It was a broom right by the, right by the broom. <laughs> so he's going to use his broom to attack the women coming into the locker room. <laughs> um, but he goes Whatever behind. Whatever floats his boat, man. It's <laughs> a hurricane. He goes behind the little dress screen so you can see his like shadow. And then they, and the Godfather walks in. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not yet. The Godfather's escorts walk in, not his hoes, his escorts, because uh, they don't do hoes anymore. That's that's too crass. Right. They're now as escorts. Um, bitches. Bitches, yes. So these four ladies of the evening walk in. They're all talking. I guess this is what women talk about. They're all like, oh, are these too big? Are these implants too big? That's like a whole thing. And Hurricane's behind the little... It's the whole Austin Powers thing where he has the broom and it's his penis, right? Because it's like, you know... Right? Yeah. Too far away. Please, show us. Show us. I I can't really... uh, We, you know... I need some uh, visual. Are you you using a candlestick? There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So he's doing this whole thing. Right, folks? If there's a a gifable moment on this show right now... (laughs) Now, for the podcast like members, so, so, so he's, he's clearly holding a kendo stick near it between his legs, yeah, there we go. erect. There we go. Narrate it. Narrate While it. While caressing and, it. And here comes the midget. <laughs> um, so Godfather comes in. So, no, no. So Godfather comes in, right? And then uh, Hurricane's back here. Godfather comes behind the screen, and he starts yanking it. And then... Hurricane comes, and then we're off to the next match. So, well, anyways, but do you, do you guys remember even like have any recollections of this era of the Godfather? Not this era, no, 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 no. I thought he was done. I couldn't. I told. I totally forgot that he, he should have been. Here. He should have been Papa Shango at oh, this point in his career. There you go. <laughs> Might as well have, because um, it was like it was such like a watered down version of like when he was popular. Because it was like a very like subdued like oh yes, fuck these women. Like it was, there's no entertainment, there's no hoe train element to it. It's just, I don't know. But speaking of 
dicks. We got a Ric Flair match next. <laughs> uh, it's a no DQ match. So it's the Undertaker versus Ric Flair. Uh, so the backstory here for anyone unaware is that uh, the Undertaker wanted a match with Ric Flair at WrestleMania. This all started building at uh, No Way Out, the pay-per-view before this. Um, but Flair was too committed to his roles as the 50-50 co-owner of the WWE or the right. WWF. So he didn't want to do it. He was like kind of, I guess, semi-retired or whatever. Um, so Taker, to get that, he didn't take no for an answer. Um, so one week he beats up Arn Anderson, bloodies him in the ring. He was Flair's best friend, but Flair's still like, nah, nah, don't really care about him that much, I guess. Um, so this forces Undertaker to go uh, beat up Ric Flair's son in a shower. <laughs> That's all, all you got to say about that one. Um <laughs> So when your son gets beat up in a shower, you got to accept a match at WrestleMania. So that's where we're at there. And uh, so Undertaker is 9-0 and at this point at WrestleMania. I think this is the first time they ever bring it up. No? Or I have they ever so. brought it up? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe in like in passing, but this is like the first time where it's like a thing because um, he's going for 10-0 and here. But uh, yeah, this match was, uh, it was something. Lots of blood. Lots of uh, lots of blood. I think it was the only but what I did like about it is I think it was the only match with blood on this show. Unless I'm forgetting one purpose full blood. Yes. Not like accidental in the mouth blood. Right. Yes. Well, other than Regal's lips. But, you know, that's to be expected. But uh, (laughs) yeah. What what stuck out to you guys in this match? I I thought, okay, so, um, you know, douchebaggery aside and you know, blue line matters aside. At the time, <laughs> so if we're just looking at the two wrestlers, if we're just looking at the two wrestlers at that time, 2002, I thought that what this match did for Ric Flair, I thought was really good. Because remember, at that time, he got a lot of like, he was feeling like really depressed as a wrestler at that time. Because, yeah. you know, he got pretty much, you know, phased out by Eric Bischoff and he wasn't used correctly during that time when they had NWO and everything. So at that, t- at that time, Ric Flair was feeling like he was nobody asking people like, am I still good enough? Am I still do? Am I still worthy enough and all this shit? And so taking on this match with Taker was kind of like a rebirthing of the nature boy kind of. So yeah. I thought at this stage, at this moment, I thought it was great for Ric Flair um, and I thought it was good for, you know, the American Badass Undertaker, you know. It, it, it was a good match. It was just a fight. Dog, mm-hmm. dog, dirty fight. They used the pipes. They used the bike. So Land pipe. And then, you know, acknowledge 10 in a row. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. The only thing I, I had to say about this match was, like, the rough bump part. So, like, for some <laughs> reason, this ref kept, kept like, getting in Taker's face, face. So what did Taker do? He lifted the motherfucker up and slammed a his lower back right into the the the, uh, the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys caught that. He just lifted him up. He's like, "Here's your lower back," you know. And like, and then sure enough, the ref bump goes down. Right. So ref goes down. Arn Anderson's like, "This is my shot. Hopefully, I don't get disqualified." So he runs in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries. So he tries to interfere in this fucking match. And then I'm gonna give Lawler credit too, because Lawler goes in there. He's like, "This horseman needs to be in the glue factory." <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's fucking hilarious. 
I didn't get that. <laughs> that shit made me laugh. I was like, all right, Lawler, you win this round, motherfucker. Like, no, no ramen noodle moon salt yeah. lines tonight, so we're good. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> but, sorry, that was my favorite part, like the, the unnecessary ref bump, because like, come on, I mean... Why do we keep doing rough bumps in a DQ match? And he could have just he could have just punched him, but no, he had to yeah. pick him up and make him do a full on bump into the corner. <laughs> yeah, he just like who does it? Like like I'm I'm mad at you. Left you up. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, not what you do in a, in a street fight. You don't like, hit him with a snapmare and then put on exactly. a, a rear naked choke. <laughs> you you start off with an arm ringer. <laughs> like you just like twist his arm. And he's, ah. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> Why are you selling? This is a fight. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I hate you, dog. Let's go. Gotta <laughs> make you look good, though. But but I'll, I'll add out to what Justin said. It was it was a good drag drag out fight. <laughs> like the, the it like it's cool to see two bloody guys going at it, even though like their average age was maybe sixty two. But you know it was still a good match. You know? <laughs> Anyways. Uh. Uh, just to back up, back up on uh, the whole ref bump, that ref was Lil Nate. So Lil I Nate. thought, in, in terms of in terms of storyline, if the ref gets attacked by your opponent, the the uh, your opponent, you probably would try to do a fast count for Ric Flair, you know, just to be like, hey, this yeah. guy's me overaged. But he remained impartial, even though he got repeatedly He's a goddamn professional. So <laughs> I I thought it would have been much more fun if he tried to do a fast count and then Undertaker gets really pissed off and then a new ref comes in like, like destroys Lil Nage and then new ref comes in um, also um, Arne Anderson he bled so easily <laughs> he, he got he bled after one punch did he just want it to be like be like oh triple I mean uh, Ric Flair did it I can do it right now you know <laughs> What the hell? It didn't make sense for him to bleed at all. Some people just bleed, man. Don't have to get all hot about it. Oh, oh, oh. You don't have to shame him. I'm bleeding now, yeah. Just, just one little punch. Yeah. He's a bleeder. What did you say? <laughs> bleeder, blader, yeah, same thing. Um, <laughs> also, uh, props to Jay Williams, Jerome Williams, and Will Sasso in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> for those basketball fans. <laughs> Junkyard. They were, yeah, Toronto Raptors, right? Jason, yeah. Jason Williams, yeah, he was on the Toronto Panthers. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, interesting. And then um, that f- I always wonder about this. This is this is random, but uh, Ric Flair had always comes out with really really nice robes for every match, like mm-hmm. matches. How come his tights are so shitty? <laughs> Oh, that's, that's that's a good point. That's true. Yeah, the motherfuckers, because he is wearing a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a Depends. <laughs> is that the problem? They just, just don't fit, right? Is that is that your so, issue? It kind of does look like you know, like like a an eighties like black like granny panties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker with Daisy Dukes coming into the ring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you guys prefer, Ric Flair, wear then? A singlet? Well, if I was Tommy Dreamer, (laughs) just 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 a robe, robe. just Just a robe. robe. There it is. (laughs) He would look like gold dust with those wrinkles coming. (laughs) 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 Oh shit! It is a cock. Oh god. (laughs) Lengthwise, it'd just be like when Hurricane had the broom, but like that's actually the length, you know. 
Uh, I'll never. I'm not gonna get Justin talking about Goldust's cheeks. I'm not gonna get that out of my head for the next week. Stupid, sexy yeah, Goldust. This goddamn Goldust and his delicious, luscious cheeks just all in my face. Um, but yeah. Uh, but anyways, Undertaker versus. No, yeah, like you guys said, it was, it was a brawl, a bloody brawl. I mean, the one thing that caught me off guard in this match, that top rope superplex. Like, oh, like, oh yeah. yeah considering the guys i mean they're obviously younger at this point but they're not like super young especially rick yeah. flair so this, to yeah. see them do a top rope superplex and it hit, hit beautifully by the way yes yes and that's like really rick flair's first big bump since coming back because like justin True. said like he had been kind of he, you could you could tell he lost confidence like we hear it in interviews and stuff but you could if you watch the raws and smackdowns it doesn't look like rick flair I mean, right. it does in some ways, but there's definitely like something missing. But um, I agree. I think this kind of kickstarts a little more confidence in him. And then we're only a few months away from him and Triple H, I think. So, right. And then it's like full on. Woo. You know, right. That that fella. <laughs> Helicopter swinging flare. That, that, we got that back. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, we're only at this point. It's like a month or two from that. Oh, <laughs> that's right. from hell. <laughs> so that's that's what he looks like. If is that, that where is that where his confidence went? Like, you know, before he, he was able to get girls and now he's got to force himself on him. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all no. his fault now. Now I gotta force him to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass motherfucker. You're a legend. You're a legend. Do you think Flair was trying to force uh, Undertaker to touch it by not getting lifted up for that last ride? Oh god, that was, <laughs> oh that was pretty god. Awesome. So, so he had to get, get tombstone. Is that is that Flair's plan? plan? Just to so show his. I thought Probably. I thought Undertaker just gave his back gave out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or he got uh, hit by the head by Ric Flair's dick. Either or. That happens. That tends to happen. But uh, Tombstone for yeah. So Undertaker he goes for the last ride like twice. Can't get him up. Just miscommunication or maybe they just wanted to set up for the Tombstone. Who knows? But uh, Tombstone onto Flair. Taker gets the win. The old the iconic the ten and zero. As he's on the apron, uh, doesn't Taker doesn't he punch Little Nate again? Like after the yes. match, <laughs> like why? Yes. For what reason? Uh-huh. <laughs> good, good, oh, count. Dick. <laughs> great after... great count. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, so good shit there, but uh. Fuck man. <laughs> maybe maybe Little Nature's a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get away from me! You're vaccinated. Oh, it's like vaccinated from what? Don't worry about it. You'll find out later. I'm from the future. Blue eyes, man. What? Oh. Right. What does that mean? Man, uh, why you gotta be so woke? <laughs> uh, oh. Well, you know who is woke? You know who's woke? Don't do it. Don't do it, Kyle. Don't do it. It's Booker T. Booker T's woke. Uh, best transition man in the game. That's what they call me. Um, 
But uh, so we got Booker T here backstage getting interviewed by Michael Cole. Got a got a, you know, LFO 98 degrees looking ass Michael Cole with his blonde tips. And uh, Booker T is wearing glasses Uh, like he's in his his ring gear, but he's just wearing glasses. Um, And I guess it's because Edge called him stupid the week before. So he's like, no, I'm not looking at my glasses. Um, (laughs) And Booker T is like, man, I ain't stupid. And then he does the whole thing. He's like, he, he brags about how he, uh, he aced the SAT. He graduated first in his class and, uh, he had a thesis on the theory of relatives. And and now I know what you're thinking. This sounds like a very stupid build for a WrestleMania match. Well, (laughs) uh, I'll correct you on that because there's an, another layer to this onion. Uh, they, uh, Edge, I guess, uh, beat out Booker T on a Japanese shampoo commercial deal. <laughs> and it was literally like one segment on one Raw, and then they just kept harping on that for like a fucking two months after that. And now we have a WrestleMania match, so high stakes. High stakes. Uh, and the match is what it is. Again, pretty good match. Um, there's, there's, there's a weird part where Edge, I guess he's going for like a Hearn and Rana, but I think Booker T thought it was going to be a power bomb. So like Edge oh, flips. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Edge like flips, but Booker T doesn't go. But then he like flips yeah. late and then they land like ass to ass on each other. It looked really weird. <laughs> Shout out to uh, J- Jim Ross. He's like, Booker T trying to resist it. <laughs> <laughs> what a pro. He was, he was so comic on it. Like, like he yeah, knew maybe. he he knew they were going to fucking botch. He's like, watch this shit. They're about to botch. Let me get over Let me get these two motherfuckers. I got them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, solid match. Edge goes for a spear. Uh, he misses, hits the turnbuckle. Booker T then hits the uh, little axe kick. And then the crowd goes bananas for the spin rooney yeah. Booker T, this is the, the biggest pop of the whole match was for the fucking spinner Rooney. Um, <laughs> yeah. He does it, hits the scissors kick for a two count, really close two count. Um, goes for the bookend onto Edge. Edge counters out, hits a spear, and then we get a little Edge Rooney. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> then Edge hits the execution for the win. So uh, I like to see like the counters kind of similar to the Christian DDP match. I, I like the counters between the two. Um, but yeah, Edge gets to win here and I guess has the better hair at the end of it. So <laughs> thoughts. Uh, Teddy Long was reffing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. You know, he was kind of looked like a skinny Carl Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I thought he was like Michael Bevins. Look like Michael Bevins. You think he's like itching all the time? I gotta make this a tag match. I gotta make this a tag match. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker already wrestled, but you can still go one on one with the Undertaker. Hey, Justin, whose cheeks did you like more, Edge or Booker T's? Edge had no cheeks because I gotta say, Booker T's was pretty, you know, fluffy. was pretty fluffy. Uh, was it Charlotte Flair in the ring? What are you talking about? <laughs> this bitch ass the calves. I'm gonna use that every day for the rest of my life. 
Charlotte Flair. Get shown. Oh, I'm sorry. I love oh, her. Oh, man. Do well, you, though? Do you? Do you? I'm sorry. Do you? However, if we're going to be just for a moment, um, this is kind of like it kind of starts as Edge of Singles run of him being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a pretty good start. And, you know, for Bicker T as well, too, because I think, like, does this start King Booker or is that like a year after this? No, nah, it's a f- like a while. Five a years while. later. Oh, that's Four a while from then? Later. Okay. But this, the, the, the next WrestleMania, Booker T's fighting for the world title. So. So slow. Oh, that's right. Slow build to that, I guess. Um, and then Edge. What does Edge do? Yeah, this is. I think it's right before his next surgery, or like later in the year, oh, or maybe early right. t- 2003 right. or whatever. Yeah. Because this is before the brand split. I know him and like Eddie Guerrero have a ton of great the matches. Six, yeah. That, that's right. The SmackDown Six. That that's the whole thing. So, um, yeah, setting up good things for both those guys, I suppose. But uh, more good things from the Hurricane. After this match, as if there wasn't enough. So he's still flying. He's flying around backstage. He's zooming. Uh, then Coach, Jonathan Coachman pops up out of nowhere. I don't know where the, this guy's like hiding in a closet somewhere. Uh, <laughs> he, he, wants a, he wants a word with the Hurricane, who, who's the new uh, hardcore champion. But then Mighty Molly flies in. Whoosh. It's the, uh, the sidekick of the Hurricane. Um, so Hurricane's like, oh, it's just my sidekick. Nothing to be afraid of here. So he does a little twirl, gets ready to fly away. And then Molly pulls a frying pan out of nowhere and clocks <laughs> Hurricane in the back of the head with, I don't know why this made me laugh so much. Like the cling noise it made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. But uh, yeah, so Molly Holly knocks out the Hurricane, pins him. And we have a new hardcore champion and Mighty Molly. Good stuff, right? You look good for Excellent. her. Good for her. I, I I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna reserve my jokes. I'm just gonna set this one out, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if she was the, if, if she was the first female who won the hardcore hard, hard title that time. She might have been. I can't remember. Maybe like Jacqueline or that somebody. Era? At that, mm. oh, I don't remember. Oh, it's either okay. her or Ivory, some of that. Because yeah, but China yeah. didn't have it. China didn't have it at all. I don't I think. think. So. Because like 2001, so the year before this, the hardcore title was actually not, they didn't change hands that often. Like RVD held it for like several months. And then like, yeah, like Steve Blackman held it for a while. And so it's, it's only now reverting back to like the 24-7 deal that we see now. But um, but yeah, but it doesn't last too much longer. I don't think. I think it only maybe a few more months. But we have Stone Cold versus Scott Hall up next. What? So what what do you guys what did you guys think of the NWO and WWE during this run? Same. <laughs> they were there. Why? Yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible. It was no. I think it was just bad timing because NWO was just there was no other faction that could you know really go against them. There wasn't like a DX there. Right. It would have been better if there was like if NWO versus DX for sure, but they brought that like 30 years later and WrestleMania <laughs> was still, you know. So it's like it was just bad, bad timing. Yeah, I would say if anything, there um, yeah, it had potential if if there was an actual another faction, you know, mm-hmm. to go against them. But without that, they're just 
their I, remnants of what's... I think MDOYO works so well the first time is because it was just so real. Like, you know, you didn't think you would see Hall and Nash come into the, come into the WCW. And it was just so, like, mm -hmm. amazing. Like, it was like that, that like, third wall, like, like, breaking or fourth wall breaking in front of you so they had that mystique but now it's like they've been in the in WWE for a while and like do and then like Vince McMahon's like I'm gonna shake things up by bringing them back you know like the it's like, like it just or, yeah or uh Vince McMahon purposely did it to just kill them off for good because it was a Bischoff creation <laughs> true yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably it but whichever way, it just lost its luster. You know I mean, so it's like it was cool back then. And then like I think WCW did a good job of killing NWO on their own when they they brought the Wolf Pack and they brought LWO. Then yeah. there was AWO with the Asian World Order, and there was like, like <laughs> you know I mean? just like, <laughs> yeah. which was the which was the Young Dragons, which had Jamie Noble. Those fuckers. But uh, <laughs> Wait, that, but anyway, like is that real? That? Is that real? No, I'm oh, okay. that up. But <laughs> I didn't watch WCW at that point. It's like wait, what? I need to go back. And no, there it was the tag team called. The Jung Jung Dragons, and it did have Jamie Noble with in a mask. Jamie San. Yeah, I love it that. It was Jamie San. Yeah, I know. I mean, you, you couldn't find one motherfucking Asian tag team of Asians with Jamie Noble, <laughs> and they're yeah. He's wearing a mask. Just they might as well bring out Virgil and call him Asian. Like what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> anyway, that's 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 why like like uh, it kind of lost its luster. But hey, you know, like this match though, this match I thought was still pretty good. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I thought it was super hard hitting. I don't know what got into these two, but they were popping the living daylights to each other. Were they like having their argument to see like who's who's the real like the best real alcoholic in the in the match? <laughs> that should have been the storyline. It should have been a beer on a pole match. <laughs> no, my liver's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like the NWO. I mean, like you guys said it. Like they lost their luster. It really just felt like three old guys coming out there in New Balance shoes. Like yes, yes. Like they weren't threatening at all. Like it's not like the NWO where it was like, like, like you said, it was like these outsiders that came yeah. in and they're like breaking the fourth wall. They're not worried about whatever else is happening. Like they're just here to wreck shit. Like now they're just here. There's three guys, three guys with leathery skin. Like we're here, you know. So <laughs> this wasn't believable. Luchasaurus. Yeah. <laughs> That's what NWO needed. It's a dinosaur. <laughs> they they had three of them. <laughs> Touche, <laughs> But yeah, the match itself, yeah, it was again pretty good. Definitely a brawl. I liked it. Is uh, the whole deal with so Scott Hall comes out and then he brings out Kevin Nash with him. It's a whole dramatic reveal, even though I think everybody kind of expected it. Um, but the match is kind of formatted like a almost like a handicap match. Like the whole match is literally like Scott Hall. He'll put Austin like leaning up against the ropes, and then Scott Hall will distract the ref. And then while the rest distracted, Kevin Ash will come in and punch Austin. And that, that's a majority of the match. Um, do we lose jo Justin? See, Justin hates the NWO. He doesn't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, and at one point, Nash takes off the turnbuckle pad and uh, Scott Hall whips Austin into it. But uh, Austin fights back with a stunner. And then <laughs> this cracked me up. So Austin hits a stunner. He goes for the pin. But Nash has to run. You don't see Kevin Nash yeah. run ever, especially at this yeah. point. He has to sprint all the way around the ring to rip the ref out of the ring. And then... Uh, and that's why he has new hips. <laughs> <laughs> Torres quad on every corner of the ring. And um, so they double team on Stone Cold for a bit. Uh, but Austin fights back and hits them both with a stunner. 
Um, but the ref still knocked out on the outside. Uh, but a new ref slides in. So Austin pins Scott Hall, or he goes for the pin. Then Kevin Nash comes in and just hilariously just gives the ref an elbow drop, like unnecessary. Like he could have just like pulled him out of the ring again, but he has to do on a full on, you know, people's elbow <laughs> on him. Um, then Scott Hall goes for a stunner of his own, but then Austin reverses and is finally able to hit the stunner and probably one of the best sells of the Stone Cold Stunner ever. I think that's all anybody remembers about this match, but rightfully so. It was amazing. So uh, crowd was into it. Stone Cold wins. Yep. And uh, this is la- or not his last WrestleMania, but second to last WrestleMania match here. So, yeah. What'd you, what else do you guys think about this match? I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I think the match survived on like how many stunners? Like four stunners almost? It's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of them. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was like a competition of who wore the the leather vest the best. But mm. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't bad though. I mean I know a lot of the I know the both of them said that like it could have been better than what they wanted, but they both showed up to work in a bad attitude, but it didn't really show in the match, if you ask me. So I thought it was yeah. okay. Yeah, because it was kind of portrayed as like the secondary match rock and hogan which rightfully so but yeah i could see those guys being pretty irked about that yeah i want to give props to hall and nash because they they played their roles well like you know they 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 were selfless and then they made uh steve austin look strong exactly i mean like because basically those it's supposed to be two on one and austin was still able to beat the shot both of them stun the shot out both of them come out as the hero makes him look super strong and like these two guys still don't lose. They don't. You know, they're they're Hall and Nash. They could, they could get away with looking like shit, but still be Hall and Nash. You know, so I, right. I that's why I loved I loved the the storytelling of it at least. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was kind of more impressed with Scott Hall's uh, athleticism, especially I think at this time mm-hmm. he he with his obviously have, drug problems. Yeah. And so he either either was cold, sober or he found it even. <laughs> Amount of drugs to use to be to be good as much. More uppers yeah. than downers today. <laughs> like, oh, you 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 must be uh, snorting too much coke or not enough. Oh no. Um, overall, it was a good match. Uh, they really Kevin Nash really followed his role, like like Charlie said, and um, and then props to Stone Cold using Canadian beer. Oh, I didn't notice that. What kind of beer was it? It, I it was clearly Canadian because it was not a Budweiser. What you got, Charlie? Charlie, just, what you got? I, just, I was gonna oh. say non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Maple syrup, huh? <laughs> um, can I don't know what I don't know what Canadian beer actually. Uh, <laughs> Here Canadian, it is. Oh, it's it's zero proof. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, good match there. Um, better than I thought it would be. But okay. so after that, they, they show I was I was going to ignore this part, but I fucking can't. So WWF access. Right. So I guess it's the debut of it. That's what it seemed like. And um, so it's this whole like, what do you call it? Not a uh, not a banquet. What's the word? It's like a, a big place for everybody to go like convention center convention. It's a big convention. convention. Mm. Um, so everybody's like signing autographs. You can like call a match with Taz like Jesus, some cool shit. Um, but then there's one part with Stacy Keebler. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, I don't. Oh, I. 
It's two thousand. It's, no, it's, it's two thousand. Where's, where's Justin with the gold dust ass joke? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it in post. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Why don't they have like gold stuff like front side so people can like feel? <laughs> Have- you know what? That's why Goldust only has one D in his name, not Goldust. <laughs> yep. So they have a statue of Stacy Keepler's asshole. Um, it's it's her. It's like it's a back shot, I guess, for legs, and it's like the bottom cheeks. Is that we call them? And her skirt. So like her, when she gets into the ring through the second rope, it, but it's a statue of just her lower body. Um, and people are like taking pictures with it, like putting their hands on it. Who knows what they didn't show? Um, <laughs> I mean, I have a few ideas, but it's for a different episode. Um, and instead they, I guess, Smack asked, it a raw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here he is. We got it here. I'll ask him. Yes, please. Go ahead. Um, hey, Justin, did you, did you see uh, the WWF Access promo with Stacey Keebler's legs? Yes. Yes. When they showed the statue and everything. Who had better cheeks, Stacey Keebler or Goldust? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I still got to go Goldust. That was his real cheeks, man. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's it's Stacy's real cheeks. Well, I guess not real, but it's like based off. It, no, those are like tinfoil. Those are fake. You know what I'm saying? But it looks, looks like it does. No, it a, but with gold right? dust, you can actually see the rinks. You can actually see it move. You know? Do you think so? Should they have made the statue of gold dust his asshole? Uh, I, I think th- I think it should have just been really Stacey Keebler's ass if they really wanted to. Oh, so you think Stacey Keebler should have just bent over and had people take pictures? <laughs> that's, okay. that's smart, actually. We'll save this money on the like... statue. <laughs> uh, but then they asked Stacey Keebler about it, I guess, and she's like, <laughs> she's so, so clearly uncomfortable with it. She's like, it's very interesting to see how people are posing with my legs and butt. He <laughs> he. Oh my. It was, man. I don't know why they thought that was a smart idea to have, you know, to have her like ass as a statue. And well, we're all, yeah. Then not have anybody else's, not have anybody else's also, you know. Oh, so that's your problem with it is that they only had one ass. <laughs> the only yeah, where's, 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 where's Ivory? Where's Wait, you want equal ass opportunity? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Every ass should be represented. Where's Linda's? Where's Linda's? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough breasts to like make those like. like Is it too early for ass club? <laughs> Can I tell you something? Like, I ass club. <laughs> something tells me. Now I'm just going off of pure speculation. Something tells me that Linda McMahon is pretty caked up. Oh come I f- on! I feel like it's not of the course. worst. You know, no one's with me on this. Okay, like an episode <laughs> yeah, nailed it. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm all fluffed up now. So now we can talk about Billy and Chuck. And, uh, oh, God. Oh, God. So we have the WWF World Tag Team titles on the line. It's a four-way huh, elimination match. Uh, so we got the champions, Billy and Chuck, versus the APA, versus the Dudley Boys, versus the Hardy Boys. So we got, uh, we got Saliva's back, because we needed some more Saliva. 
playing the Dudley boys out to the ring, which is pretty badass, honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, the match, the match actually surprisingly got a decent amount of time. Like normally, like in, in this era, tag matches are like kind of just throw away, like whatever, go out there in three minutes, do a thing. But um, <laughs> Justin hates tag team matches. That's what I, that's what I heard. <laughs> this match was more of a four way than this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and that shows an elimination match. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sorry. no! Who's next? Who's next to be eliminated? I know. <laughs> this podcast. All right, gotta gotta hold on to my Ethernet cable. I don't want to get this, eliminated. This ref is losing a troll like the match. <laughs> oh, oh, here he is. <laughs> okay, hey, Justin. Yo, Billy or Chuck? Hmm. <laughs> I gotta go, uh, Billy, Mister Ass. Mm. Yeah, that's solid. That's a solid it's rationale, solid actually. You know, but Chuck Palumbo's like a. I gotta biker. go with my. Uh... Yeah, you that's know? true. That's true. I feel like. Uh... It... Did... Can I tell you guys a quick Chuck Palumbo story? No. So this match happens. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so then he had yes. me locked in his basement. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'll, I'm gonna tell it really quick. Anyway, just cause. Well, okay. I was I was working at the airport, and then like I, you see a lot of celebrities, and I see Chuck Palumbo just in there, and I was like, all I had was all I had. What's that? A lot of celebrities, and you see. Yeah, Chuck but I, okay, and Chuck Palumbo. So, anyway, <laughs> so so then I see him, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta get his autograph. But don't. I was like studying at the time, so I, all I had was a math book. I was like, oh whatever. Of course. So I just I gave him my math book. I was like, hey, can you can you sign this for me? I'm a big fan. And he looks at me like I'm fucking crazy because I I get it. But then like I'm he goes, you know what? I guess I'm a part of history now. And then, like, and in my head, I'm like, that's a fucking math book, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, what a fucking idiot! Doesn't know. No, no, I know, but no, he was nice enough to sign it. <laughs> like I was stupid enough to give him a textbook, and then yeah, he signed it, and that was it. It was that's the end of my Chuck Palumbo story. Man, do you still have that textbook? <laughs> no, I didn't give it back. I forgot that it's not even my book. It's you sold nice it back. <laughs> you sold it. It's probably an outdated edition now. It's probably been thrown out. <laughs> stupid ass. They saw the name. They burned it. Yeah, this little Thai child walking up to Chuck Palumbo. Of course, he's Asian and has a math book because they just oh, everyone's just carrying around a math book, right? Would you karate kick your way over to him and have him? Charlie, you just sent us back thirty years. I'm sorry, man. I mean, by the way, I love DDR. Anyway, yeah. So... <laughs> you want to see my small cock? Right. But, uh, but yeah. Anyways, the tag team match uh, <laughs> was actually pretty damn good. Uh, there's a point where uh, so Bradshaw, he hits the clothesline from hell onto Billy, but then gets hit with a 3D. So Bradshaw's in the APA are eliminated. Um, and then Jeff Hardy and Bubba are going at it in the ring. And uh, this causes Stacy to get up on the apron and show her ass to Jeff because that's what she does, apparently, as per the statue. Um, so Jeff uh, goes over, uh, spanks her, I think, uh, or maybe just grabs her head and kisses her, whatever it is. And Both. then, uh, <laughs> grabs her by the head and just shoves her <laughs> off the, so unnecessary. It could have just been like a, huh? or didn't even have to push her off. Just kiss her and have her fall off. But he had to pie right. face her off the apron. Right. Um, but then, uh, so the Dudleys, they tried to do the waza headbutt, 
onto Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. But Chuck shoves Devon off the top rope, goes <laughs> crashing cool. through a table. I was like, man, I forgot the table was there. They like set it up in the beginning of the match. It was actually really, uh, really sweet looking. But um, but inside the ring, Matt hits the twist of fate onto Bubba. And then Jeff hits the swanton to eliminate the Dudley boys. So now it's just the Hardy boys versus Billy and Chuck. Uh, the Hardys try to do that twist of fate swanton combination again. Um, but before they can make the pin, Billy hits a famous sir onto Jeff uh, for a two count. That like the crowd pops really big for that. Like I think I thought that was over too because I didn't know who won this match. Um, but then Billy just hits Jeff in the face with the title and gets the win. So Billy and Chuck get the win. Great tag team, huh? <laughs> um, yeah. Thoughts? Horrible. Billy. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> that, you look so I, good. That to match remind, that match reminded me of Garn. Remember that one? I think Justin, you were there with us too. That one Ring of Honor show that we went to, where everyone kept shushing each other. Yeah. <laughs> In the oh, middle of the match, everyone's yeah, like, everyone's yeah. like, shh. What? <laughs> Who was that? Like, <laughs> Matt Seidel. Who was that? Matt Seidel and uh, no, no, a- a- I, yeah. ACH uh, was I that ACH. I don't remember who was wrestling, but I just remember the fans kept shushing each other throughout the whole match, and I, I was just yeah, assu- yeah. I was assuming that was happening during this match because like this this despite the besides the <laughs> sexual assault by Jeff Hardy and any pins, there was no noise like yep. throughout this whole match. Yeah. Exactly. You know I mean, it was just pure quiet, and I was like, man, this is like a polite Japanese crowd, but no, it was a polite <laughs> Canadian crowd. <laughs> like, but other than even, that, the match was there. Even when Saliva performed. Like they were the noise, and then when their song was done, it was like just quiet. Well, the crowd know? was burnt yeah. out from saliva because they rock so hard. <laughs> right? Who's with me? True. That's yeah, true. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, okay. Um. Oh, but speaking yeah. of rock hard, so Molly's backstage, running back, running around backstage. She's the hardcore champion, remember? And uh, yeah. so she runs, and uh, a door closes on her. She runs into it because she's stupid. Uh, so she's knocked out. And Christian pops out from behind the door. Pins her. So now Christian is the new hardcore champion. So, yeah. <clears throat> Match of the night right there. Of course. What are those doors made for? Uh, knocking people out. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, it was like a split. It was like yeah, a they're like, door. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's that, like that's like in Joey Tribbiani's uh, yes. apartment. Don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to because I, I knew I'd, it sounded familiar. It's like, why? That's a great call. Yeah, they were trying to install something and they saw through it. So that's probably how it was set up. Um, so this is the point of the show. I think Rock Hogan happens after this, right? Yes, I think. Yes. So, so we'll do this in the order that the show should have been. So we'll we'll, we'll save Hawk Rock Rock Hogan for Hawk. last. And. Um, so instead of Rock Hogan, we'll talk about women's title. And uh, we got Jazz versus Trish Stratus versus Lita. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember a whole lot about this match. I, th- I remember it being better than I thought it would be. But like, given the people that are in the match, you got pretty good sl- like selection of women in this era. Um, but Jazz ultimately wins with a top, like our second rope. Fisherman Buster retains her title. Um, yeah. What'd you guys think of this match? I thought there was a lot of scary bombs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Really yep. scary bombs from Anlita and Trish, I think, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, other than that, other than that case, it was it's more of a jazz showcase. And then the fact, also the one other thing, Trish had like I had her intro cut really short, even though she's the hometown uh-huh. friend. Right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, what the. Yada yada yada. You you ladies do your thing. We got yeah, uh, we got real matches. That's what they're saying, not me. Yeah, I love women. But it was a lot of scary bumps, and I it, it kind of reminded me of like when uh, uh, Lita and Trish had that raw the headliner Ooh. raw. And then oh, the main event Lita one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It had had those feels too. So yeah, they were going after it. If nothing else, yeah. you can't say they didn't put forth effort. No, no. That's the other thing too. I I looked at it like. They had to rush too, you know. Like you said, Kyle, they're probably telling them to like, "Oh, hurry up! You only got whatever minutes," you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, because like, because uh, Triple H is like, "Good, good, finally get to dry off," and they want him <laughs> to have that intro of, of looking really sweaty. So they're like, "Hey, come on, let's let's finish this matchup." But that was a rough one. I mean, well, give, give it to them. Like, like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna I'll pick it back on Kyle. It's like. Yeah, mm. they tried. It's just that they were in the dead spot. They're in the dead spot. They just yeah. the fans just saw Rock Hogan, and you know, <laughs> this is the 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 fluffer in between for mm. you know was it Jericho or Triple H? So yeah. right. they they were in a tough spot. So kudos to these three ladies. Well, you know, and it's funny because like they the three of them could a- actually have a good match together, but mm-hmm. instead we 100%. had to give time to Rock and Coachman. We had to do this hardcore yeah. twenty seven follow them around the arena. We had to give. Oh, yeah. Like for no reason, we had to give this concert, this mini concert that nobody gives a shit about. You know. Well, first of all, you speak for yourself. <laughs> I love a good chin strap band. You know. Oh, okay. That I, they I, were. That, that they, they were. were. That they were. <laughs> but uh, so before we get to Rock and Hogan, we'll talk about this match. I guess the undisputed world heavyweight title on the line. Chris Jericho, the champion. Versus Triple H. So we talked about the backstory or lack thereof. Or I guess there was a lot. It was just dumb. Um, so Jericho is defending the title in the main event against Triple H. Triple H, like you said, Charlie, soaking. Could not be more wet if he tried to be. Exactly. How do you wrestle a man who is literally, like, dripping? <laughs> Turkish oil wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Turkish oil? I've never heard of that. As, as opposed to, they actually have a Street Fighter character based on Turkish oil wrestling. <laughs> or you could say Pornhub. Just okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Is this the- shout out, shout out, uh, uh, shout out. Damn, I can't. I, I forgot her name. Damn it. Who's Asa oh, Akira? Who? No. <laughs> Asa Akira. Oh, <laughs> shout out oil spills. Such a boomer. <laughs> That's your porn reference. <laughs> I almost said Kobe tired. I'm about to date myself. <laughs> I almost said it. <laughs> Lexington Steel. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Hell well, nah. I don't know how we segue from a 12-inch penis to this match, but um, skinny Ron Jeremy. There it is. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this should have just been Stephanie versus Triple H. I mean, that's what the build was. And again, like not this is a pretty forgettable match other than the spot where Triple H pedigrees Stephanie, which is what they've been building up to for months, really. And then uh, obviously the finish, Triple H hits Jericho with the pedigree, gets the win, new undisputed champ. And it's like it was I feel like everybody kind of figured they were trying to build it up like 
Jericho re-injured Triple H's quad. They were saying that Triple H's quad was hanging on by a thread, which does it just regenerate now that he's champion? Is that how, how it works? <laughs> um, but yeah, solid match, but forgettable and obviously suffered from uh, Rock Hogan, I think. Right. I think that kind of becomes like the theme for Triple H trying to menivate uh, WrestleMania. Like someone always takes like his thunder, yeah. right? Like it happens here and then it happens again at uh, WrestleMania 25 with uh, HBK and Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Like he he's supposed to have a good match with Randy Orton that also involves Stephanie. Yeah. And like no one really cared about that main event also. And so, yeah, things get taken away by Triple H just like – NXT people, so. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. Just because it's true doesn't mean I have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. What's a Stephen A. Smith, Jeff? Shout out Karen Keith Cross. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, rest in peace. Oh. Rest in pussy. Any other thoughts? <laughs> They'll be fine. Those two will be fine. <laughs> oh, trust me, they will. Ember Mutu, Ember Mutu. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a good match. Like, like Jericho can't have a like at this time. Jericho, Jericho couldn't have a bad match if he tried, and this one looked like he tried. You know, like, but in the end, it was it was still yeah. a good, solid match. You know, like, and that's all I gotta say. It was good for what it was, and the crowd it sent the crowd hap- home happy. So yay, yay. Um, in terms, yeah, solid match. Really good psychology when it comes to uh, attacking the leg of Triple H's leg. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty decent use of the tape outside table. Yeah. Uh, announcer table. Um, <laughs> I have to comment on Stephanie's outfit because she, her, she looked like I'm not sure if you if you guys know this. There's a cartoon called Totally Spies. I guess mm-hmm. it's I, it's okay. Maybe because I, I I have a kid. It's probably because yeah, it's why. Oh, it's a new it's um, a new one. Okay, okay. Well, it's a new fairly new one. So it's like it's her jumpsuit reminds me of one of those cartoon characters. So mm, it's kind okay. of like yeah, it's a little outrageous. But then, you know, um, look like half an Elvis impersonator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Sorry. But it was kind of funny at the end of this end of this. There was no fireworks for Triple H. I don't oh. think, yeah, you know, or they cut it right. out. I don't remember. I don't know when we watched it. So I don't remember him right. having fireworks after winning it. So it's like, oh, yeah. It's like a little fizzle at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I guess kayfabe when you think about like Vince McMahon's like, well, he did just beat the shit out of my daughter. So I don't think I can give him some fire. I can't give him any fireworks. I don't know. Damn it. Put the kibosh on the fireworks. My baby Just girl. give him all the fireworks to Drowning Pool. <laughs> but I want to I want to add on to Garn, too. I love how they tease, like, breaking the American uh, announce table just to smash this, the, the Spanish one again. <laughs> Dios mio. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. We're here, folks. the The true main event. Is everybody still got their cock up? Yep. <laughs> All right, two twenty nine, twenty nine. Yep. On the old peacock, I'll say three, two, one, play. When I say play, we'll hit play. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, play. Black and white. Mm. Do you think it's actually black and white in there? Oh, uh, I don't know. Is flare is flare coming out? This is not right. This is not a good time to oh, talk about old. politics here. Okay. It's not 
Well, I wish I they were. Here, we go, here, here we go with uh, go outside. They still have a really good intro. And <laughs> yeah. music is always. I wish you would have broke out real American though. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. But as you can see here, uh, Hulk Hogan sprinting down to the ring. Oh yeah. <laughs> In WCW, he used a different version, right? American made. American made, was it? Uh, how's it go? Um. I am a real American, no, no, right? No, no, no. For NWO, wasn't oh, it like Voodoo Child? Oh, yeah, Voodoo, Voodoo Child, Child, yep. Right? Yep. Oh, I'm thinking of like '94 Hogan. That song, that song bumps. By the way, give it, give it a, <laughs> give it a YouTube if you're not familiar with it. Man, America, God, I can't remember how it goes. Your ass American males? is candy. When I want to be racist, I listen to that. When I want to be racist, <laughs> <laughs> when you have, you have times when you want to be racist. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> when the rap music is the just Hulk a little too joke. loud outside. <laughs> Remember, guys, be careful what you say because someone might be listening. Hmm. How about not say racist shit? <laughs> <laughs> Hogan still walking to the ring. Yep. Almost there. Obviously, listening to Leonard Skinner. Yeah, he's rocking. He's so offbeat when he's doing these head nods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he tries to tan himself to be black, but doesn't give you rhythm. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you guys like his uh, WCW Thunder pants? <laughs> I actually like this look. I actually like this look. Speaking of leather. Oh, Tentacolor. <laughs> so I have a buddy that met Hulk Hogan like a few years ago, and he says... That his tan looks really good in person. Like so fine leather. On the I, couch. I guess, yeah, maybe it feels good. <laughs> oh, here comes Rocky. A slightly lighter guy than the guy in the ring already. Yeah, but legitimately, <laughs> I feel like yeah. no, let's, let's do the comparison. <laughs> Look at the skin color. He's lighter. <laughs> He's the black guy in this match. <laughs> Scorpion King coming out. Yeah. This is get smart rock. Yep, right. <laughs> Guys, watch me on the rundown. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a good fucking movie, first of all, don't you? <laughs> that, that was whack. That was okay. Tales. I liked it. I liked it. You don't Everybody. like the rundown? It had, uh, what's his it was face? Pretty, it was pretty funny. Christopher Walken? Like, Stifler. Yeah. yeah. It's Stifler. What was the <laughs> other one? They had Ernie Reyes Jr. Which one was that? Ernie Reyes Jr. Is that Ernie Walking Reyes Tall? Or was he in Three Ninjas? <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? He was, but Ernie Reyes Jr. Tooth Fairy. There it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was a daughter. That's right. He was a daughter. <laughs> what? No, no. He was the daughter? daughter? I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Never seen it. Hogan's the one with the bandana. Still has a higher hairline. Dude, Hogan <laughs> is legitimately blacker than The Rock here. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> or is he red? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does the name Redskins offend you, Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> it's Washington football team. 
Oh, here we go. This stare down. Oh, oh man. wow. Famous this... stare down. Yeah. Dude, Get out of there, ref. This shit's hype. Yeah. Fuck Wait, off, Kyoto. Who's the ref on this one? It's Mike, it's Mike Kyoto. Uh, it's Kyoto. Mike Kyoto. Was, oh. Is that the one you thought looked like Zack Ryder? No, no, no. It was, it was some... That's not, definitely not him. <laughs> this is probably the best part of the match is when the crowds yeah. just get really into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man. This shit's hype. <laughs> I mean, this was it. This I feel like so many people, you? so many people try to like replicate the, this stare down where they like look at oh, the directions. They can't do it. Not like this. Can't beat the original. So many Canadians cheering for Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Hogan has his face on his boots so he doesn't forget. All right. <laughs> the Canadians want to cheer for the white one. They're not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> they're just short circuiting, so that's why they're so loud. Oh, man. Oh, the pythons oh, cool. are coming out. I feel like Is Hogan. <laughs> oh, they did throw yeah, it. There's one. Oh, uh, shit, they did. How dare they? Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh. It's crazy how, like, you name Yeah. Like, for Hogan. Oh, yeah. That's some good technique. Yep. Good S grip. Boots, like it. The like it. There you go. You know, Randy Orton watched this match. <laughs> <laughs> Another headlock, Randy? <laughs> I feel like it'd be so uncomfortable it, to wrestle it, in, a, in a weight belt. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Keep holding it. Shot out of a cannon. I feel like Hogan's kind of light on the baby oil in this match. Yeah. He looks pretty dry. God, I would have loved to be in, like there live for sure. Right, right? Like so, one kid goes crazy. There is. You know they always talk about like, um, what's his name? What's the guy from Fast and Furious? Paul Walker. No, Vin not Diesel? Paul Walker. Vin Diesel. They always talk about the altercation between Vin Diesel and The Rock. I'm pretty yeah. sure like Rock, yeah. his facial expressions were just like this right here. Yeah. You kind of look like uh, Vin Diesel. And then Vin, uh, and Vin Diesel moves just like Hulk. <laughs> One last round. Probably. Definitely lighter than Hulk, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Same acting ability. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear Vin Diesel's song? What? Which one? What? Uh, we'll, we'll listen to it after this. Okay. Don't let me bonus, forget. Bonus? It's called... Uh, For the Patreon? I don't know. Let's go on Spotify and type in Vin Diesel. I think it's the only thing oh, that pops up. It's it's a pop, it's like a pop song. It bumps though. Is it called Ohana means family? <laughs> it should have been. We are family. Yeah. <laughs> winning is winning. Oh. <laughs> Was Hogan ev did Hogan ever have hair on his head? No, not that I know of. I don't think so. A long, long, long time ago. I think how old is I think Hogan might just be in his forties at this point. Oh no way, he's in his forties. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I was thinking like yeah, look it up. Maybe. That's yeah, that's the wrinkly ass Hogan. So he was born in 
53. That's like well done. Uh-huh. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a well done Hulk Hogan right there. Hogan. Oh, 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 oh. He was supposed to go over the top oh, rope. Oh. Oh. Too much grease. To. Oh. Too much oil. <laughs> Not enough oil. <laughs> Not enough oil. <laughs> Hogan's Hogan's mean, forty-eight here. Not enough way. oil in his knees. Oh wow! <laughs> and oh wow! Okay. He's only like what four years older than AJ Styles. Is now. <laughs> oh here! Oh my god! Wow! Oh, How old is he? Forty-eight. Racism ages you. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, <laughs> he's so racist. He's so racist. He had to become what he hates. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he can stare at himself in the mirror and be racist. See, I told you we're assholes. <laughs> uh oh. Oh man, Canadian destroyer upcoming. <laughs> That's probably the reason why, like, it probably doesn't age well because there's not enough Canadian destroyers in this match. That's, Can you imagine yeah. an indie show in Canada where, like, there's like nine Canadian destroyers and that's just to be in the match? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the feeling out process. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm, AEW. That's Dynamite. <laughs> on a, <laughs> oh, the foot rake. What a heel. What a heel this Hulk Hogan is. Literally, literally, literally. Hollywood Did Hogan, you? sorry. <laughs> what are you? Man, it's funny. Yeah, the, the, the pacing of this match is so yeah. like. I feel like these guys could just pull their pants down and take a shit in the middle of the ring, and people would eat it up figuratively. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit. Like, oh yeah, Canadian bacon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the. That was weird in the corner. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Oh, whoa, whoa. Poster. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, Solos fans are flicking off like the rock like no other. Rock, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's uh, it getting a little Hollywood, I suppose, huh? Remember I told you like when we were in the studio, like at this point, these were the kids that grew up watching Hogan. Uh, so they wanted that They wanted that 1980s Hulk Hogan. Yeah, movie. yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like white power. <laughs> <laughs> How's that go again? Maybe if this was Alabama, but. Abilama. Well, I have oh. to do the Canadian accent. So I... <laughs> that was a Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's like what? South Side, South Side. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Niagara Falls. Oka Scotia. What is it called? Oka Scotia. I don't know. What? Nova Scotia? Is that what you're saying? Nova Scotia? No, Oka Scotia's right. Uh, <laughs> Okinawa? 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 Oh, hell no. Hell no. Oh my god, we got a roll up. If, it was a, if this was a 24 7 match, he would have won this match already. <laughs> yep. He needs help from our truth. <laughs> oh, back rake. Oh, the dreaded back rake. <laughs> oh. More back rakes. 
I was listening to the JR's podcast one night or one one day, and he like went on a rant about back ricks. He's like, I I won't even call a back rig. That's stupid. <laughs> That's what I think of every time I see one now. Oh, did he, say, did he have an issue with any other move other than back rake? Nope, just back rakes. Really? There's so many like. I mean, probably, probably, but that's only yeah. I like, like, I hate atomic drops. Are they? Is he like knee him in the gooch or what? You know, I love a good atomic drop. Yeah, right. Only if Rick Rue is selling it. Yeah, <laughs> or Mister. That's Burke. the only. That's the yeah. best one. Hey, Garn, who uses a back rake now? A back rake? Yeah. Does anybody? Not re. Not. Uh... I love the Bucks, right? The Bucks do that spot they, with they the. Done, uh... they... Bucks have done it before. Recently. But that's about it, right? That's about it, right? <laughs> Chokes what was that move? Yeah. Man, that was. Oh, what the? Choke me, daddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. My mic was off. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker just held his neck and, ro- and shook his head yeah, like, exactly, up and down. Exactly. Uh, the wrist tape. Classic. He's doing anything to get this crowd to boo him, and they just will not. They yeah. won't. Yep, exactly. <laughs> they literally start chanting his name after he chokes the rock out. <laughs> I mean, those really are thunder tights, aren't they? Oh, yeah. One side thunder, the other one lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a way of the rumble. <laughs> Up <laughs> <laughs> oh, from the top rope. Oh, oh, about to say oh. that wasn't cool. That's the show what wrestling is nowadays. It's like my first instinct. Like, oh, he's gonna go to the top, and you know, I don't get why does Hulk Hogan keep putting his hair back, but the part that he's putting back, there's no <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his forehead. It's just his scalp. <laughs> Pushing the sweat back. <laughs> it's phantom hair. The tanner, the tanner is like going into his eye. Uh-huh. Probably, legit, probably. Oh, now this is happening. So you know, for oh. some reason, the Spanish announce table is gonna go down. Donde está la biblioteca? <laughs> <laughs> no puede, no puede. El perro es rojo. <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> <laughs> call it Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, what? Wait, what? Is this no DQ? Like, why did the ref? That's nah, a Hogan match. They're all no DQ, I think. Uh, I guess so, but oh, it, okay. who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Kyoto's looking pretty, pretty bronze himself. Closely. And there's Will Sasso cheering. Oh, oh I missed I've... that. That's right. Oh my gosh, you're right, Garn. I forgot about that. Did he already do the the skits, the Austin Woo! skits already, or is this? I think ad? So yeah. When <laughs> Rock was starting to be uh, popular. Um, on SNL. So, yeah. So. Oh, this this may be one of my favorite uh, rough bumps. That was pretty cool. <laughs> it was definitely top twenty of the night. I don't know. Yeah, that looked like, legitimate... <laughs> look like top twenty from WrestleMania. So looked like legitimate. Like got hurt. Well, let's do this again. Get it. <laughs> Another shitty spine buster. <laughs> Arn Anderson's rolling around in his grave right now, and he's alive. 
That's a single A spine buster. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was there. He's throwing a tantrum in the background. He's, he's blading right now in the back. He's getting his Glock out. <laughs> this horseman is now in the glue factory. <laughs> oh, we got shooter. Sharp shooter. That's a sticky oh. situation. <laughs> oh, he just got Oh, glue. Here we go. He tapped. By oh, God. Here's the thing. Like, oh, oh. right to boo this sharpshooter. Coming from, like, Bret Hart is, like, your hero, and this bullshit-ass sharpshooter, <laughs> he's not even putting it in pressure. Look at it. This is, he's just holding the knees. He's just, he's, <laughs> look at those strong, powerful triple, glutes. I mean, uh, Hulk Hogan's knees right now. Okay, right now Hogan's cleaning. Yeah. The, he's cleaning the mat. He's not tapping. He's cleaning the yeah. mat. <laughs> Batting out the dust. Dead. It's dusty. There's a lot of Gold dead skin cheek, on the ring. Cheek liquid. It's on the mat. Kyoto's a dead fish, Fix literally. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drop a novel on him. <laughs> Kevin Nash, get come out here. <laughs> Uh, oh! to drop an elbow on on uh, on a dead Hulk Hogan to bring him back to life. Hulk bottom. Oh. Hulk bottom. Remember, if anyone else does it, it's a Uranagi. Oh, sorry. I must say, oh, that's right. Hulk yeah. Miraculous ref recovery. Oh. I must say, Hulk did a decent rock bottom. That's pretty good. I feel like Rock maybe helped him out a little bit on that one. Yeah. And now Chippendale oh. routine. Yes. <laughs> <Fuck>. North Carolina. <laughs> oh, it hurts so good. So this is where uh, Jim Ross is beat him, uh, whip him like a government mule. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. There, there it is. Um, there it is. That's, that's, I mean, that's a weight belt. That's got hurt legit. Oh. Ooh. Damn it, Justin, now you got me watching him wiping off his, his hair again. <laughs> yeah, I counted it like four or five times. <laughs> but I don't want that in my eye. You mean... <laughs> my phantom hair. What hair? It's just his head. You know. Phantom hair. Oh, Rock's got the belt. Oh. Got blue blue yep. dust on his chest. Rock has the The belt. facial expressions that Rock uses like are so... Gold. Yep. Like his tight, the Brahma bull in his tights. Oh, spits on there the belt. Go. Spit on, oh wow, how dare you. Oh. COVID. <laughs> Ooh. Hits it. Watch out. Hogan did it better. <laughs> oh, what, what, oh, what? Wait, what? Oh, my God. Wiping his hair, and that's not there. <laughs> oh, seven. I should take shots after this. The crowd point is just crazy. Yeah, the crowd is crazy. You Rock's facials are on point, you're right. <laughs> his eyes roll in the oh. back of his head when he gets punched. Big boot or boot. Yeah. How could spinning your hand give you more power? <laughs> Science. Not sure, but you would think he would do it the whole match then. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, he kicked out my leg. So, right. Come on. W O R M. You guys remember the Mojo Raleigh thing he would do? He like tried to do like a people's elbow kind of thing, but he would do like. Yeah, he oh. did that once. and oh. No, he did it a few times. And no, it was oh, he did it a few times? This is where uh, bottom. I think oh, the best forward. one to do it was uh, Montez Ford when Montez Ford did it. There, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was like no lift on that rock bottom. Well, <laughs> well it's been a grueling, a grueling Greco Roman match, so not gonna look good. Anyway. <laughs> Pile driver, it's true, it's going by his hair. This is only hair. That's it. Money. Oh, I go. Second rock bottom. Oh god. Ooh. Oh. 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 Do a kip up. Let me do a kip up. Yeah. I totally forgot about that part. I always wonder how many elbow pads he has given out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, must be. It's gotta be over like, like three hundred. Oh man, that's true. Fuck, man. Damn, I actually had money on Hogan in this. <laughs> Retroactive betting. That's going to be a thing. I don't like, I nice to lose. I never liked it. Yeah, I mean, as long as they put it over, you know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's like the Cobra. If people keep going down to the Cobra, you know, you can make anything a finisher. Yeah, you like going down to the Cobra? That's true. You know what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I know I walked right into that, but still. You, you like speak. reaching in to get that Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> you already oh, have yeah. it in your hand, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Looking for that brass... What'd you call it again? God, I forget the name of it. Oh. Nope. Ball clasps. There you go, ball clasp. <laughs> I want to Google it, but I don't. <laughs> Make sure you, you just put, do it as a Pornhub search. <laughs> Shout out be, Matt Ritter. I was about to say it'd be Matt Ritter. <laughs> it's like, way ahead of you, boys. Shout out. Way ahead of you, boys. <laughs> From behind shot. I actually wrote that Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> We're not done here yet, I don't think. Nah. Yeah, this should have been the main event. Yeah, man, I I had to rearrange all these. But would it have been as hot if it was the main event? Probably close. Oh, I to. think so. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> would it have been the same if it was Austin versus Hogan? Wait, I think this is the right call, Rock and Hogan. Because that's what that's what they were going to go with before this, and then they switched it last minute. Or not last minute, but I think this is, this was the right call. Same. That's how I feel too. I think this was the right call yeah. too. Maybe open up with uh, Jericho and Triple H. I don't know. <laughs> that might Ooh. be better. Yeah. <laughs> Put him pre-show. Throw on some cruiserweights. Look at that handshake. Where's Akira Tozawa? <laughs> you know, but what if they wow, open with? Though. Maybe Shaking they should have opened with the women's triple threat match. Mm. 
giving them some time, giving them some time to give them some time to get to the hospital. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, you need you need to piss sometime, man. Might as well <laughs> Stop. be before the main event. <laughs> I would have went to the bathroom during that tag match, the four way oh, tag. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. And Miss Billy and Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> definitely that. Tag you that was my bathroom break. So, so good, good to me. me. Oh, I think we were harmonizing right there. Let's go. The new BTS. <laughs> Like butter, baby. AEW <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. Dynamite, yo. Dynamite. Hogan to Dynamite confirmed. <laughs> yeah, that, right? <laughs> Doing commentary on AEW Elevation. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, there wait, what? There's more? Uh-uh. Oh, what? What? He... Oh, no. Oh. How dare they? Yeah, he did. Okay. Kevin, they asked us to blow out his quads. <laughs> yeah, he already sprinted enough on this show. <laughs> he did. Oh, man. I need, bump, bump I need an LWO running right now. I need sequel pay to come out. <laughs> L Dandy. <laughs> Psychosis, psychosis. Psychosis needs to come out right now. Uh, See, Teddy, this is the part where Teddy Long should have came out. Like, oh, okay, oh. okay. You know. <laughs> now hold on there, player. <laughs> <laughs> when did, because there's a D's nuts sign in the crowd. I thought that was like a recent thing. Is yeah. it this one? Is it this one? Yeah, I it's like it was the next when, when it's the, no when, in the hard camera, it's like in the top left. So when we know who invented these nuts, now we know it. it's yeah. some kid in, in what Toronto. <laughs> like, Might as well be. Off camera is Toronto, I think. <laughs> Off camera. And this is where all the time the women's match took off. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Jazz is in the back flipping out right now. Get back to the ring. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, there's these nuts. Yep, I see it. Bermuda Championship Wrestling. Whoa. Shout out. Oh, Shout out. I... Yep. Brought us the great wrestlers like Mike Hunt. <laughs> And bend over. <laughs> High flyer Phil Lacio. <laughs> Located on Penn Island. <laughs> it's penis land. Penis land. Yeah. H hailing. Yeah, so, oh. yeah, you're right, guard. This definitely took up all the women's matches. Yeah. No, no, come hey. back. Do this one more time. Yeah. Here's the... Yeah. Uh, here's the... the Here's like 10 minutes right here. So this is when they should have brought back real American. Yeah. Yeah. Or this is when they would want to do the turn are... right away. They want to do the turn right away. Looks like it's what they're doing. They're saving it for the, uh, the wrestle uh, raw after WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll hit him. Switch and music. <laughs> 
That'd be some shit. Yeah. Frock turned heel here. It'd be mega heat. Maybe in hindsight they should have. Box office sales. That's why he's not doing heat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the rundown is a good movie. I'll challenge anybody who says otherwise. The rundown's good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's great. Is that the one where? One. Is that the one where he's like in the jungle and stuff? Yeah, yeah. that's all of his movies. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Remember he fought that kid. I don't know who the oh, hell so that is. In Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Man, I think this is about as long as the, the women's match. Yep. Yeah, for real. I I don't remember being this long not watching it. Hold up, players. This is now two out of three falls. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Asian photographers ringside. Oh, my God. It's like one white guy. <laughs> So you so you saw a bunch of like like their pictures are cut off like you don't see the rock side. They're from Ontario, <laughs> Ontario. They came from Ontario. I feel like some of Hogan's tan wiped off. He looks almost white here. <laughs> <laughs> the baby oil resurfaced from their skin. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! Now Kith. Listen, what do you think he's saying to him in his ear? What do you think he's saying to him? Don't do, don't date my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kirby's a basketball player, or whatever it was. Dude, Boba the Lodge front his wife is a good lay. Get shot! Get shot! It's a good lay. <laughs> He's like he he whispers in ears. All lives matter. <laughs> I think he's just Samoan enough where he might not take offense. <laughs> kind of, I guess they kind of called back to this when uh, Rock faced Cena, and Rock did the same thing for Cena. He held his arm up. Are we gonna oh, see the? Okay. I thought there was pirates. Yes, the restaurant. The restaurant. Yes, are we gonna see? Oh, oh, I want to see the statue. Let's go back to the statue. Where's Richard? He's abducting someone's child. <laughs> Dude, if he wanted to, he could just walk away. Like, what are you gonna do? She's Yay. mine now. <laughs> Your new name is Paul White Jr. <laughs> okay, if it's that's what Big Show's become. Look at that. Dang, it's so big. He's a big boy here. All right, well. All right, might as well watch the women's match, right? All right, here we go. <laughs> well, it's over. <laughs> Man, what a uh, what a show, huh? That was yeah, pretty that cool. Was, that, that match was high. I mean, I, I want to go watch that back with more uh, crowd noise, honestly. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, awesome. I mean, that's whatever. That's rightfully what everybody remembers the show for is that match and uh, lived up to the hype for sure. Any other thoughts on that? Well, I thought it was great, but Charlie, dude, that was your first time. So first time seeing it. But then, like, I had my my volume down, so I couldn't really like you know oh, get the feel of like everything. Okay. It was still it was still cool because like you know I didn't know who's gonna win or anything like that. I didn't know I didn't know all that stuff was gonna happen at the end. So it was still pretty cool. Okay. And like and doing it like this was kind of it was pretty fun. So Even, that's <laughs> no crazy. Complaints. You've never seen it. Never I mean, seen it. There's yeah. so many things I haven't seen before. So it's like 
It's still new to me, damn it. <laughs> but even like just the the visual, the visual of the crowd and is like yeah, crazy exactly. in its own right. Exactly. But uh, like they they did those great like panouts and you just see like crowds going ape shit. Like it just gives me like those vibes from like when when we were there live for for CM Punk and, and John Cena. We're like just oh, yeah. yeah, where people are going mm. like absolutely crazy. So it's like like and like like I said, even though I couldn't hear the crowd noise, I wanted to be there. Just right. how crazy I would have been holding up a, an Irish flag, like you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. Nuts. Yeah, these yeah. nuts. Oh uh, well, that's WrestleMania 18. Um, yeah, top to bottom, I think it's definitely a solid. There's a lot of forgettable stuff yeah. on the show, unfortunately, but I, th- I feel like watching it back, I enjoyed pretty much all of it. So, yeah. Any other last last thoughts on the show in general? Uh, it was good. It was just just as good as it gets. Just as good as it Man, gets. The wise words. <laughs> the Rock and Hogan was enough of a draw for me. I would have watched anything else on that show. Yeah. Yeah, just 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 seeing that, you know. So it was pretty cool. And then I, I would have sat through that four way tag or, you know, stood in line to pee, but you know. <laughs> this was the best summer Sam pay per view ever. Get, right. <laughs> Wait, this raw had had no commercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but joking aside, it was a solid. It, it's a solid uh, paper uh, WrestleMania in terms of most of the wrestling portion of it, in mm-hmm. terms of psychology and and store, and then just build up and actual like choreography, I guess. Um, yeah. With with a lot of the matches. Obviously, there's going to be some bumps in the row with the, especially with that four, that four man ta- uh, that four tag team elimination. Yep. That was yep. a car. Wreck. Yeah, I'm and, sorry. But other than that, you know, it had 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 the had all the moments you would get for WrestleMania. Yeah. Like I just, I'm just so happy I saw this because that stupid ass uh, Stacy Keebler statue part. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be making fun of that. Where is that statue right now? Give me uh, your best answer. Like, <laughs> is it, are we gonna see that on uh, was it National or the Treasure Show? Oh, yeah. does. <laughs> it's gonna be a Stacy Keebler episode. The Treasure Show. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I paid top dollar for who, this. Who do you think is yeah. gonna have it? Good. Oh. Probably top dollar. Mick Foley. Mick Foley yeah. has it. Mick Foley has it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, hangs all, he hangs his masks from it. He, he lays his laundry on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Flair is trying to get to touch his dick right now. Oh. Oh. Man, you guys are lucky that I want you to plug your podcast. Otherwise, I would just cut it off right there. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. But yes. You can find us on the Get Your Podcast. Get your podcast on the Instagram Charlie. Where can they find you, homie? Well, I'm at at Charlie B Bad. Find me there, I'm, or my name is Charlie B on Twitter. Garnifin, where can we I find you? <laughs> oh, you got nothing. You're just off the grid. Just off the grid. <laughs> Can't you, you want to contact them? Tough luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys once again for. You got something to say, Joss? Alright. Hoo-hoo-wee. Once again, thank you to the Get Show Podcast. Thank you to Charlie, Garn, and Justin for joining me on this episode, for joining me on episode 100 of the Apron Bump. Milestone show, milestone event that we reviewed, and uh, much, much more to come. So, 
Once again, thank you guys. I say it every week. I always thank you guys for listening, but truly, truly, it uh, warms my cockles to see people supporting the podcast every single week. So I do appreciate you all, everyone that I tag on social media, everyone that I uh, communicate with. It's truly um, definitely the most fulfilling part of this that I never expected going into it is all the uh, all the friends we made along the way. No, but really, it's uh, I've made a lot of good friends doing this, including the guys that I had on this episode. So and uh, yeah, can't wait for the next hundred. But uh, next week there will uh, not it'll be Thanksgiving next week. Uh, so there will not be a uh, traditional podcast episode that week. However, sometime next week, I will be dropping a YouTube exclusive and it is going to be titled something or at least along the lines of 100 things to fix WWE. So it's going to, I'm going to go in under an hour. I will list 100 things that WWE does poorly or that WWE could change 100 things that could help fix the WWE products because, uh, boy, howdy are there issues with it. And, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun recording that. And I think you guys will enjoy it. So subscribe to my YouTube if you have not already. So you don't miss that. And, um, the following week, episode one Oh one, we're bringing back some ring of honor and we're doing it in a big way. So it'll be final battle 2002. And my guest is none other then the man that the first face that we ever saw in Ring of Honor, one half of the hit squad, Monster Mac. And that is a uh, it's a it's kind of a longer one, but it is a really interesting and entertaining episode. So me and Monster Mac cover final battle 2002, wrapping up that year of Ring of Honor. And uh, yeah, so subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that as well. All the video episodes are on YouTube as well. Subscribe to all my social media. I'm really trying to get into this TikTok thing. Really trying to become a, a, a TikToker nowadays. So check me out there as well as along with my uh, the usual socials. Um, but yeah, that's about. Uh, I think we're done here, huh? I can't get Gold Dust's delicious cheeks out of my head. I don't know about you guys, but anyways, now I got to go take care of that now i'm all horned up um sorry uh yeah hope you all have a lovely thanksgiving and a lovely holiday season take care of yourselves shave your cats wash your dogs kiss your sister on the lips <laughs> i'm hard